Welcome to In This Disc Podcast with me, Sam Aston. I'm joined by my friends and former teammates, Gavin Cowan and Dave Edwards. Thank you very much to our sponsor, Acoustiform, your number one supply of quality acoustic solutions. <laughs> That's an impressive intro, Co, isn't it? It is, yeah. Thanks for having me, fellas. Real impressive. That's the best intro I've ever had. No, 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 no. You know me best. Now, I've turned up today and he's in a Tesla. We had a couple of good lads in our school, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, we had a good footy team. All the lads are lying up. <laughs> yeah, on the line. And they're just smashing the ball and he can't use his hands. And he stood there yeah. and we're all smashing it and he's just chesting it and Honestly, heading it. And, and he used that. to cane you. Cane you if you got out the way of it. I did, yeah. Against Ajax. Oh, oh, chance to be a star. <laughs> chance, all family there. Mate, chance to be a star. Swear, Let's get mate. man of the match. And I'm not being funny. Come and watch everyone, me. Come and watch me. Everyone, everyone in that ground knew who I was. Head down the M6 and get yourself to Wolves because. Huddersfield have kind of accepted Huddersfield have accepted a bid and they're going to uh, let you go inside yeah, the trap. walk in the dressing room see and say 50 quid can make men come back and go tonk by Shrewsbury yeah. Shrewsbury battered us didn't he tough place to go mate <laughs> and he's running towards goal I'm thinking he's going to smash this because he doesn't place it he doesn't yeah, use the side of his foot he just smashes it so I'm thinking I'm not going to move I'm going to close my eyes and I'm just going to see if it hits me I think you've got to speak to him a little bit differently and it's more complicated con yeah, isn't and it and try and get the best out of them yeah because yeah. you want to try and make them feel at home when they come up you want them to help you do you know what I mean so but I love every minute of it it's so mate, honest to god it's such an incredible role I love it yeah. knocks on the door aim take Freddie I've got to ring Gareth Southgate so she went what, what's, what's going on so I said leave me alone a minute I'm going we've got better in each game I thought I thought each game we got better and I thought that was a big part of it and there was so much belief and excitement before the game and we honestly believed we could win it and that was that was from everybody by the way not just myself who are the best fans Wolves or Liverpool right welcome everybody we have got our first guest of the season 28-year-old centre-back and captain for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Born in St. Helens, so not a proper scouser. No, no. Stop, <laughs> started at Liverpool before going to Sheffield United and Huddersfield, before going to Wolves. England international at every level from under 16 to full international. Eight caps, one goal. He's a leader and someone who's described by the England coaching staff as the most important player in the England World Cup squad. And most important of all, he's Dave's mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's an impressive intro, Co, isn't it? It is, yeah. Thanks for having me, fellas. Real impressive. That's the best intro I've ever had. I'm being honest with you, mate. Thank you very much. No problem, mate. You have, you have gone to Dizzying Heights, though. Usually, lads, I'd be able to text Co's just to come on here, but I had to go for his PA to book this in. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I said that. I said that. I said, can you give Connor a ring? He went, mate, it's not as straightforward as that. You've got to go through his agent. No, 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 no. You know me best. Now, I've turned up today and he's in a Tesla. <laughs> mate, he's in a Tesla. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. Dave is big time, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Dave's with us, he's oh, so leery, mate. It's embarrassing. Do you know, when I, when I played with him, mate, the best professional I've ever played with in my life, he's in a fucking Tesla. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking after the planet, Con. <laughs> Con, he only hangs around us to give it the big one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, speaks, he speaks to us like a piece of dirt most of the time, doesn't he? Yeah, off air. Oh, <laughs> ruthless, mate. Nicest man in the world, this fella. I don't, I don't oh. believe that, mate, honestly. <laughs> nicest fella yeah, in the world. Nicest guy in the world. So, Coz, I've obviously I've played you for quite a few years, but. Let's go right back to the start in St. Helens yeah. at school. What were you like? Do you know what? I was a good lad. Real good lad, mate. Real good lad. I always always done it right. Always something that I'd done right. I always had a little bit of a laugh with me, mates, if I'm being honest with you. But always done it right. It was always something that school was boss for me. I loved it. Loved every part of it, if I'm being honest. I don't want to go back. I wouldn't want to go back now. But I loved every minute of it, yeah. And football, best player? Tried to be. We had a couple of good lads in our school, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, we had a good footy team in our school growing up in uh, primary and high school, if I'm being honest. So... We had another lad called uh, Marcus Gilio who went through Liverpool with me up until yeah. 18s. We had a good little team, to be fair, but uh, I tried to be. There was other players who were good, though. Yeah. What were you, like? you like academically? 
all right. Oh, like in and out, mate. In and out, yeah. In, I wasn't clever. I wasn't like mad clever fella. Do you know what I mean? But I had me head switch on to things, and yeah. I was all right. I was fine. Street, yeah, I got, I got through school yeah. fine. Got through school fine. I wasn't a bad lad or anything like that, but I got through fine, mate. Yeah. Um, so why <laughs> did you start going going to Liverpool then? When I was when I was six, seven. So yeah. when you're the kid, you, you know yourself. You're, you're always at different academies. I've got my kids now. My kids play for Everton, Liverpool, and different things at the minute. Do you know what I mean, go training with them. So yeah. it was like that for myself, and then. I had the opportunity to obviously sign for, for Liverpool when I was eight. And because I was a Liverpool fan, it was a big thing for obviously my family, my dad, my mum. So that was what I wanted to do. I, I chose to sign for Liverpool and it was something that I wanted to do. And listen, it was amazing, mate. Amazing. Yeah. What, what a time, do you know what I mean? And then once you're at Liverpool that age, which yeah. kind of school, you obviously go and you said you're a good lad, but was yeah. it no interest? I'm going to be a footballer. I, well, yeah. Basically, as a kid, that's what you like, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? When you've got something like that and you play like. Listen, it might sound a bit mad or I don't mean to sound any big time there, but kids look at you because you're the one at Liverpool or like I said, I mentioned the lad who was there with us as well and they were the same, looking at you because you're the ones who play for Liverpool. So you was kind of cool for that. You kinda, they kind of looked at you for that. Do you know what I mean? So it was always wanted to be a footballer, I'll be honest with you. Maybe that was why I wasn't the cleverest because I always had football on the side and that was what I, what I wanted to do, really. Gives you status, doesn't it, when you're the best footballer, doesn't it? Wearing your Liverpool trackie to school. Yeah, I guess you, well, get you, you know the dance, yeah, mate. Yeah, you know the dance. Be, gets you a few girls out there. Sorry, I can't make today. I'm playing for Liverpool. You know the score. When mate. you're the best in the school as well and you've got a bright orange bowler haircut and freckles all over your face, it helps, doesn't it? You don't get as much stick as what you ordinarily would. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was always a good one for me. Um, so obviously at Liverpool, you're tender age of 28 now. We've all spoke previously about our apprenticeships and doing our mm. YTS. So was, was it the cleaning of the boots and the, the equipment and the bath you know and moving the goals? No, no. Do you know what, mate? It was totally different because I hear them stories. I hear them stories when I first come to Wolves from from all you boys. I don't, but it was different because we were based at Kirby, so Liverpool had Melwood. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so Melwood's in West Derby, and we were obviously based at Kirby, and you never done none of that, because you were never around the first team, you were never around the reserves, you were never around the 23s, because they were all based at Melwood, and so Melwood was like this amazing thing, whenever you went there, mate, it was incredible, I'll be honest, but, so you never had none of that, so, I'll be honest with you, we, we were quite looked after, if I'm being honest, and I can imagine it's worse now, for kids coming through, in terms of being looked after, but, we were really looked after because when you got to 18, you were the biggest ones at the academy. You were the main ones, really. Yeah, of course. I mean, so, we, so it wasn't like that. We've spoken a lot about how that's a, like helped our characters over mm. the years. You know, at the time, yeah. for me personally, it was horrible, you know, to yeah, have to go yeah. through it and it's like the pros are on yeah. you and you all the cleaning of the boots and whatnot. But we spoke about how it sort of built our characters. What, what was it for you around that time that helped you build your character then? You know, what was the adversity? Do you, do you, you, know, do you know what really pushed me, mate, was Sheffield United? That really gave me a big a big wake-up call, yeah. a big lesson, if I'm being honest with you, because Sheffield United, we were in the same league as Wolves at the time, and you smashed it, mate. And so this was on loan, wasn't it? This was on loan, mate. Yeah, I went to Sheffield on loan, sorry. And that was a massive wake-up call for me because it was League One. We had Nigel Clough, who was old school as anything. I loved yeah, him, yeah. by the way, incredible. But old school as anything. Everything was old school, and you got to look after yourself. And I went and never played as much. I played every game for Liverpool. The 18s, I was captain. I was doing different things. And I went to Sheffield. I was in and out the team. I was playing centre mid, I was playing right wing, I was playing as a number 10, all this sort of stuff, and I was in and out the team. So it become hard because I'd gone from playing every minute, being probably one of the main men at Liverpool 18s, going to Sheffield, and Nigel Clough was on you, on your big time, mate, so. I um, I went on loan with Nigel Clough at Burton Albion. Yeah. I don't know whether he did this session with you, Go on. but he puts himself in goal, yeah. and he was like, shoot, 
So all the lads are lying up. Shit on the line. And they're just smashing the ball and he can't use his hands. And he stood there yeah. and we're all smashing it and he's just chesting it and Honestly, heading it. And, and he used that. to cane you, cane you if you got out the way of it. So yeah. someone yeah. from from me to you away had smashed the ball at the goal and you had to just stand and take it. You'd to behind your back. You know, <laughs> you'd head at it. You'd <laughs> it. Exactly like that, it? <laughs> I swear. A bit of a session, that. But you think of Nigel Clough as being like a ball player and a footballer and he was like, this is what you do. So like, yeah. next person in goal, get the ball and just smash the ball. But like, you yeah. did it at him and he just like, go on, lads. Honestly, chesting it, hit his stomach his face yeah. <laughs> you know what was brilliant you know what was brilliant honestly every day with Nigel Clough right it's nowhere to lie that we we used to do small sides every game it was every single day in training every day we never used to do tactical stuff we never worked on the other team we never done meetings we never done anything yeah. nothing like that it was literally just small sides every game he stands on the side and Batia Batia on the side and like I said I loved him but Batia from the side and this one day he must have been looking for one of his licences you know one of the A class or whatever it is yeah, yeah. one of your licences and the, 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 the fellow was in obviously Looking at him, assessing him, yeah. assessing him, yeah. So we're doing a passing session. We come out, and all the lads are like, <laughs> "We've never done this. What's going on here? Where's me, where's me, babe? Actually, let's crack onto a small sign. He's saying, "Right, lads, receive it on the half." What's going on here? He was getting assessed by the. Uh, it was brilliant, yeah. honestly, though. What? That, but that was the real. That was the. Don't get me wrong. Liverpool was fantastic for me, but that was the real time that really opened my eyes. Training ground was different, but fantastic club, mate. Yeah. He's class for days off as well, wasn't he? Amazing. Took us to Marbella. Yeah. Took us to Marbella, mate. So we got. So we got to Wembley. We got to Wembley in the FA Cup semi. So we beat Forest in the quarters. And he said, right, lads, we're going to Marbella. So we all thought... So at the time, we knew he was good for trips. Do you know what I mean? We always knew yeah. he took the lads away. But we thought, a little bit of footy must be getting played. Just a little bit. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but at least the boots need to be at least something. Do you know what I mean? Something's <laughs> got to be being played. And he just went, nah, no balls are coming. So we were all like, what? So I don't drink. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I don't drink. Yeah. So all the lads were like, that was <laughs> walking. Do you know what I mean? When he went out there. Lads got on it for three, four days. And you never seen him. So all, his only rule was was that you had to meet up for breakfast and dinner. That was his only rule. You had to show your face at breakfast and dinner. If it, even if it was just for Super five minutes. Yeah, the lads would literally yeah. turn up for... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone said they've seen me. Someone yeah, I yeah. swear. But that was his own rule. Breakfast and dinner, you had to be there and then off you go. Go and enjoy yourself. And so. what was the effect of that? It was brilliant, mate. It was yeah. brilliant. Oh, mate, it was incredible. It was incredible. And do you know what? It's... It's so old school, isn't it? It is, because yeah. you'd never get that now, would you? No. Do you know what I mean? In this day and age now, you'd never get that now. But in terms of morale and camaraderie and just something to look forward to, mate, do you know what I mean? Like, literally, when we come in for that Forest game, you said, right, lads, we're going to Marbella for two, three days. Remember Matt Hill? Yeah. Remember Hilly, don't yeah. you? Hilly played for Wolves. Oh, fantastic, right? So he went out, had a few few drinks, and then he was dead big on stretching and kind of looking after himself, weren't he? So we played Preston, when we literally come back, we played Preston a couple of days later. It was madness, like madness. And we were buzzing, we got a nil-nil draw. And we were saying, like, lads, been on the Raz. Three, four days and just got a nil-nil draw in League One. It was, it was top for us. But Hilly was coming on. We got an injury just before half time. Hilly come on just before half time. And we could see him, right, mate. We could see him stretching off on the side, stretching <laughs> off, just getting ready to come on. Literally 44 minutes. He sprints to defend the corner. <laughs> Next thing you can see him at the corner again. Next thing he's yeah. giving it to the camera. <laughs> oh, no. Giving it to the camera. <laughs> being out on the lash, but honestly, yeah, brilliant. brilliant mate. Come on, 44 minutes. You're off at half time. He got me. He's on the bed getting his hands checked. Come on, out in a minute. But a different world nowadays, isn't it? Oh. We, we spoke about, like, I mean, I'm a bit older than Dave, but we used to have like Peter Reid on the back of the, on the bus yeah. on the way home. Mm. There's the loggers, lads. Everyone, yeah. and it's not just one or two. Everyone, yeah. like it's the whole squad, like getting lashed on the way. And I know yeah. it's not it's different nowadays, but there's something to be said for that, isn't it? For the camaraderie. Oh, mate, that. it's massive. It's massive. Even back then, you, you know yourself, mate. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was huge. My time, yeah. my time there, mate. I absolutely loved. And like I said, it opened my eyes just because one, it was a fantastic club, brilliant manager, brilliant staff. But the lads there were so together, and it was yeah. just little things like that. Do you know what I mean nights out, lads getting on the ale, and like I said, I don't drink, but I enjoy going out. But it was just, oh, I was so good. We, we spoke a lot, Con, about a balance, having that mm. balance. And obviously at the top level, Dave was saying that that's sort of, 
it's gone away a little bit now. And understandably so, because of obviously what's involved. But then you it's talk the about... the pressures like, nowadays. Yeah, you you yeah. can't get away with it because of the pressures that are on yeah. you guys at the top. Oh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, I, don't yeah. I, I laugh when you get someone saying, um, oh, they're not in touch with their fans as much as what they used to be. And I'm thinking, what do you expect? Do yeah, you, how can you, you expect can't go sit in the yeah. red lion with, yeah. like, anymore and have four yeah. packages. Well, can you, ima- can, you if, can you imagine if one of our teams went to Marbella like, like yeah. we did with the <laughs> team? Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine everything that will come out about it? Do you know what I mean? So... It's tough, obviously, it wouldn't get to that them lengths and them extremes because I just think everybody's always improving, aren't they? The league, this year especially, is incredible, isn't yeah, it? So, so I think it's it's tough to do now, but back then was was so good, yeah. It was, it, it was brilliant. brilliant. At Liverpool then, Coach, who was sort of the players your age yeah. or in and around you were good as well? Do you know what, mate? I, I was part of a real, real good side. Real good side. Uh, Jack Robbo, he played yeah. with Robbo, who's, who's obviously now at Sheffield. We had John Flanagan, Suso, played against him for Sevilla. Suso, and you don't believe what serious player. player Honest to God, what a player. Go yeah. on, who's He's that? AC Milan as well, wasn't it? Yeah, so Sevilla got him from AC Milan. Yeah. yeah, what a player. Left footed number 10. Mate, <laughs> I don't know him, left footed. I don't know him. Suso. Yeah, you can't get near him. Did, you, did Liverpool buy him? Liverpool would have bought him, yeah. yeah. I think they bought him from Cadiz, yeah. if, I, if I remember right. Oh, I know. Yeah, do, do I know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think yeah they bought no. him. so he was part of our team, our youth cup team, our, our youth team. But he was always playing a ball. Do you know what I mean? He was always yeah. in the resis and all that sort of stuff. So, Suso, Jack Robbo, Andre Wisdom played quite a bit. Raheem was in our team. So, Sterling oh, was yeah. in our team. Jordan I was in our team. But Raheem was, I always remember, mate, it was. It was, it was incredible. So when we signed him, he was only 14. He was in the 18s or 14, 15. Where did he come from? QPR. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got QPR, him from QPR. Yeah. What, honest to God, what a player, mate. But we got we was in the 18. We were playing Everton away and Everton had a great team. Jose Baxter, uh, Shane Duffy, Mustafi, you know, all these yeah. sorts of players. And they were all older than us. And Luke Garbett played. And I grew up playing with Luke Garbett in the England ages and that. And Raheem played. I've never seen a performance like it in my life. It was his first ever game for Liverpool. He was 15, playing with the 18s. <laughs> and it was remarkable, mate, honestly. Remarkable. We ended up winning the game 4-3. Wow. But he was, I think he scored two. He was incredible, mate. Incredible. Disrespect he gets is frightening, isn't he? Sterling. Sterling. He's so good, mate. Yeah, like, Offit, he's still isn't it good. again, isn't it? He's like unbelievable. He's, his yeah. goal scoring record's a joke, isn't it? The only people who disrespect him. Everyone, th- everyone thinks he's finished and he's like, what, 26? Well, 25, 26? It's painful to listen to, isn't it? Because like you see the stuff that he does. It just must be a personal thing. Like Sam says, it doesn't come from no, any, anyone's got anything about him, does it? Let's well, when, you're, when you're right at the top, though, you just like there's always going to be criticism, isn't there? Like, you know, you look at now, you fall. Five percent when you're yeah. at the top, you're gonna to get criticism. He looks yeah, after he himself so well as well, you know. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, like in terms of like professionalism and all that, he's just so on it. And you see it, mate. Did you see his goal yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. what a goal, mate. <laughs> good lad. Good lad. Like you well. say though, Con, it? You can't not, can you? You can't not. It's That's what I mean. Yeah. And, and, if, and if you drop off, mate, people will overtake you. People yeah. will catch it up because everyone's looking for that extra one percent, aren't he? Two percent. But the way he looks after himself and what he does, mate. And let's be honest, mate. He's been doing this since he was what seventeen. Yeah. He made his debut at Liverpool. I think at the top. I think mental resilience as well because he's been written off quite a few times. Bounces yeah. back like I go back to 100%. the Euros. Remember the first time I was watching the Euros, the mm. team comes out, he's starting. All my mates and people in the pub watching, oh, why is he starting yeah, Sterling? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, it's yeah. unbelievable. Maybe Scored it, first game, yeah, didn't first, game first game, second game, yeah. Scored at Edda, <laughs> Czech Republic. It's incredible, mate. Well, come Absolutely. on, mental yeah. resilience is massive, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, when you get yeah. like, to your level, <coughs> like, you, you need it, don't you? Mm. But with, what about the first teamers? Did they didn't really come across Liverpool first teamers then much? When uh, you were a kid, yeah. So, so the, the the people in front of me, it was always going to be hard, mate. It was. Uh, do you know what? I think the best thing for me when I was growing up was that I was realistic. I was really listen. You always want to play for the club you're at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I always wanted to play for Liverpool. That was something that I always wanted to do. But I was re- I was realistic in terms of the players in front of me: of Steven Gerrard, Jordan Henderson, Lucas Lever played every minute of every game. Do you yeah. know what I mean? These sorts of players, and even below that was Jay Spearden and, and people like this. John Joe Shelby was there at the yeah, time. Cool. So I'm looking at these players thinking. Oh, I'm going to get in here. Do you know what I mean? Like, no matter how much you want it, 
I think as a as a player and as a man, I think you've got to be a little bit realistic as well. So I was always training with him. I, I ended up going up to Melwood full time from obviously playing in the 18s and the 23s, which was brilliant. But I was at Melwood full time, but then I was playing for the reserves at the same time. So that that was brilliant for me because that was under Brendan. Brendan was fantastic, mate. Honestly, really, really good. I so was, was that was that reserves as opposed to 23s at the time? Yeah, so, no, 23s. So yeah, so it would have been yeah, 23s, and mate. So yeah. how, did, how did that yeah. compare then? Obviously. You go from the 23s and you start mixing in and around the first team. You're seeing them, obviously, day-to-day, you're around them. How, how does that compare? Massive difference. Massive difference. Just to see how he looked after himself, looked after the bodies, trained every single day. People who wanted to train every single day, there was no one really missing them sorts of things. And, and the tactical stuff side of it as well was was massive. And like I said, Brendan Rodgers was brilliant for that. Brilliant, even with the young lads. The amount of lads he was trying to develop and make better and bring into the first team was brilliant. I just... It was just it was just so hard for me to get in, mate. Honestly, there was that many good players in front of me. And, yeah, some big players. And, and it helped me make. So I was going back to the reserves, and I was I was so confident, mate. Honestly, going playing back for the reserves, it was well the twenty threes. It was massive for me because I was going back thinking I'm playing, and it was a different way of playing for me because I was I was training with them every day. Did it suit you that the way Brendan? Yeah, I loved it. I loved. It. I was playing as a sitting midfielder at the time. So I was playing as a number four, number six, do you mean whatever you want to call it these days. And it really helped me, mate. Really, really helped me. The way he saw the game, the way he wanted to play, was fantastic. And like I said, what he was like with with the young lads was really, really good because. Wanted to develop young lads as much as he possibly could, so that was fantastic for me. Good, that's good foresight for the manager because I think it's difficult when you're trying to build a team. You haven't got time for the young lads because yeah. he could be he could be in the job for a year or two years. So how much yeah. time are you going to put into these? Like, yeah. So tough, so years? tough. Well, let's, let's, let's be honest. He was doing it with young lads as well as being successful. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. then a couple of years later, a lot of them young Flano played left back yeah. when they nearly won the league. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? John Flano yeah. was part of our team. Suso was involved in that. Still, Raheem was obviously playing every game. So Andre played quite a bit. Andre Wisdom. So these players were part of our team. So bringing them in as well as being successful do you know what I, mean? I think I think for a manager surely it's got to be if they are getting the results and being successful they can have an eye on the youth and they can look to mm. develop I suppose you can't have a focus on the development if you're not getting those results that's a tough place to be for a manager I suppose yeah it's it's it's, it's really tough mate because if you start bringing youth in you start getting beat you're in trouble yeah. do you know what I mean you're in trouble you really are so I thought what he'd done was brilliant brilliant for Liverpool because we just mentioned four players there who were well and truly a big part of that so as, as a kid as well at Liverpool I remember you boys were in this Champions League sort of thing, wasn't mm. it? Under 19s. Yeah, next gen. And it's you, the next gen that you were telling me about yeah. it. Let's hear about it. The next well, gen. I've heard, I don't think I've ever really spoke to you about this, cool. but yeah. you got the chance to play in your hometown at St. Helens. Yeah, oh, I did, yeah. Against Ajax. Oh, oh, chance to be a star. <laughs> chance, all family there. Mate, chance to be a star. Let's get mad at the match. And I'm not being funny. Come and watch everyone, me. Come and watch me. Everyone, everyone in that ground knew who I was. Yeah. Honest <laughs> to God, everyone. Because it's, it's five minutes from my house. It's five minutes from where I'm, I got brought up. So we used to play at Saints. Oh, time, time to shine. Honestly, oh, 100%. Mate. And do you know what? I'll go back to the game. And we mentioned Suso, right? <laughs> we got, mate, their team was incredible, by yeah. the way. In, mate, we didn't get near them. Honest to God, I know one of them teams where we play in the games, mate, yeah. you can't seem to get near the ball. Do you know what I mean? You just, <laughs> it just moved the ball. When you went to someone, it had gone and all wow. kinds of happening. There was about eight 9,000 there. It was incredible for us. And we had a penalty. It was 1-0 to them. We had a penalty. I was the penalty taker for our team. Suso picked the ball up. So I'm thinking to myself, I can't, I can't fight with Suso here in front of 8,000 people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Suso missed a penalty. And I say to this day, it would have been different if you'd have given me the penalty. <laughs> Honest to God, I say to this course, day, mate, we got Tonk 6-0 and what a team they were, honestly. What a team. Did but they have any players that you might you Yeah, so uh, Klassen played. No, David yeah. Klassen, who was obviously at Everton. He yeah. played. Do you remember a lad called uh, Fisher? Victor Fisher was his name. He played for Ajax for quite a bit. Yeah. Played for Denmark. He was from Denmark. What a player he the, was, by the way. The Dutch philosophy and way of coaching I, I swear, mate, it was incredible. Yeah. Honestly, they were so good and... Like I said, I had that many people. All your game. family there. And that many like, people. Like, you better wouldn't have a good game. This is now. Well, how did it end? Honestly, mate, I went up to the lounge. You know, you're embarrassed going up to the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of went up. I know you come in and just try and get out. 
Everybody, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I was quick as we can. Oh, honestly, it was. It Everybody was, going to be? Good. I thought you were going to be really so, good, Connor. Yeah, know, yeah, it was. So what happened there, Connor? <laughs> Levels. Yeah, had it finished nice. Had it finished fives? Six, wasn't it? Six. Six. six it finished six. Was it a bit? Yeah, but that way, if that if Connor been on the oh, then it won. Yeah, it'd be. Well, that's what I go back. Did you kind of have a little debrief to yourself after game game and think? Yeah, I'm not the level I thought I was. Oh mate, I lay in the bed at night and I was thinking. Before that game, we was at Liverpool. What was it? Quarterfinals, did you, did you say? Was it quarterfinals it was, or semis? Yeah. Whatever it was, quarterfinals, semi, quarterfinals, and next year, I'm playing Ajax. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, we're a good side, we're going to win this. And all of a sudden, you get turned over. I'm laying in bed that night thinking, that's the level we've got to get to. Yeah. It's going to be hard, this, because they were that good, mate. Honestly, they were good. And by the way, I mentioned them play, all them players played in, that t- played in that game that I mentioned who played on play yeah. Liverpool's first team. And you're thinking to yourself, <laughs> yeah, these are unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? It was they were that good. Well, that good in what way, Con? Were they like uh, tactically? Were they better in terms <laughs> of their phys- physicality? Or I t- I, they were f- it felt it felt like they were quicker, technical, faster, stronger. Yeah, yeah. It felt like yeah, I don't know where they were, <laughs> but that's what it felt like, mate. Believe me. But just just everything, just how you, how you can imagine a Dutch team to be. That yeah. was what they were. Exactly what you see on paper. Exactly what you see from the Dutch teams. Obviously, we know them from the past. Exactly that fast, strong, quick. Like I said, you get to someone, the ball will be gone. You you just couldn't find anything. You couldn't get near anybody. So it was a it was a real eye opener, mate. Yeah, real real eye opener. We said that a few times. Well, mate, like you find your level. Like we've all found our level. Like at different yeah. times, haven't you know? Like you've all you're all the best players at school, but you get somewhere, whether or not it be like non league or league mm. two or league one, where you suddenly go, hold yeah. on a minute, I'm miles, I'm miles <laughs> yeah, yeah, away yeah. from this, miles yeah. away. So then, you so you, le- you left Liverpool. Yeah, went to Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah. I was at them. Was that a tough one? Do you know what, mate? We just touched on it there, but so did you? Sorry, you went on loan, and then did you sign after that for Sheffield United? On a no, no, I went on loan so to, to, to Sheffield United, mate, and then came back. And I'll be honest with you, when I come back, I wanted to. I wanted to sign back there. That was something yeah. I wanted because I never had. I didn't know Huddersfield were interested at the time, but I wanted to go. I loved it that much, mate. Wanted to go back to Marbella. Yeah, you got What did you like about it, Con? Was it like the environment? Was it the gaffer? Or just hoping to write into a contract and go Marbella at the end of the season every year? Every year, but honestly, I wanted because because I enjoyed it that much. And by the way, when I first went, I went there under David Weir. David Weir signed me, and he was he was manager there with Lee Carsley. By the way, what a two fellas them two are really really good. Really brilliant people, but we struggled, really struggled. I think when David Weir left, I thought 12, 13 games, we were bottom. Sheffield United, bottom of League One, it was it was horrific. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was horrendous, and you'd never heard of it, Sheffield United. They should never have been bottom of League One, and we were, so there was big problems. And then, so it was tough at that, because I was in and out the team. I weren't playing. I was, like I said, I was out with position. I was right wing, centre mid, number 10. I was all these right positions. Wing. Mate, yeah. honest to God, mate, it was mad. Yeah, I scored my first goal, Sheffield, right wing, like in Orient. Yeah, right wing, but uh, so then Nigel Clough came in and just completely went old school on it completely and some of the stories I mentioned to you but even as much as picking a team Dave, like I said well, you never do meetings you never do tactical and you never do nothing like that and it was kind of we'd get to the ground now before the game pre-match at home no pre do you know what I mean you eat at home sort yourself out and you come and we'd literally be sat in the dressing room this was one of the first days and he'd done this we got used to this he would literally come in and one of the first days he had this was every game by the way he'd have a four piece of paper with the team written on it like, you know, like Mike Bassett back in the singing pack and <laughs> yeah. but a four piece of paper write the team on it and literally come in pin it on the wall and walk back out and like literally all the lads would be like that round the A4 piece of paper <laughs> looking to see if he's in the team on the bench whatever it was and then he came in literally on the first day and said listen whatever you want to do you do if you want to go out and warm up go out and warm up if you want to stay in here stay in here as long as you're ready for the start of the game you're ready wow. and honestly it was just complete <laughs> opposite way from what yeah, David Weir was obviously trying to do and like I said David Weir was a brilliant brilliant person but he was just the opposite end of the spectrum it he's really helped us he's wanting to take people people to take responsibility isn't he he was quite like that I mean I remember <coughs> he loved yeah. all the kids being around and everything yeah. didn't he and all the family yeah. 
I mean, I was only with him at Burton for on loan for about three months. Yeah. But he was very much like, you're in charge, you're yeah. in charge of your fitness, and like, you yeah. do your session and that would go. Did he ever carry, like, did he carry the cricket ball around? Yeah, you know, he that ball. all the time. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, <laughs> yeah, a dog, he used to bring a dog, bring the dog in. Yeah, so he's got a dog, Yeah, but do you know, like, do you know, like, he'd walk around with a cricket ball, so he'd love cricket, then he'd say, some days you come in, whether it be rubbish, and you have to go in the indoor and have a game of cricket. Do you know what I mean? Because he just sacked him off and going in. So he'd walk around in the pocket with this, obviously, corky ball. And you walk past him in the corridor, so you say you come the opposite way. And if he threw it in, you drops it, it's so a fine. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like little things carried corky balls. Love that. I'll make a note of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, mate. Yeah, brilliant. So obviously, then the Sheffield United thing happened. Obviously, we touched on that. And then it was on to Huddersfield. Yeah. Yeah, that was it, mate. And to be fair, like I said, at the end of my loan, I really, really wanted to go back to Sheffield, even though they were in League One. Just because I loved everything about it. I loved the club, I loved the people, I loved the manager there. I thought everything was brilliant and it made me develop. But then, for one reason or another, it, ever, it never happened. And I, I heard of a little bit of thing from, from Huddersfield and it was great for me, mate. Great for me. Just another club that was, again, filled with fantastic people, a brilliant manager. Mark Robbins actually signed me. What league bit, was that, Con? In the oh, championship, okay, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. And you got bought? Yeah, so... How the, much so, uh, 200 grand, 300 grand, whatever it was. But do you, know what, do you know after that Sheffield United season, this is nowhere of a lie, I, I met with Stuart Webber. So, you know, Stuart Webber was obviously, yeah. he, was at, he was at Wolves, wasn't he? Yeah. So I spoke to Kenny on the phone, Kenny Jacket, mate, however many times I spoke to him on the phone. I'm thinking, I'm going to Wolves. I'm going to Wolves. I thought I was going to Wolves because obviously he's got promoted that season, That's didn't right, you? Yeah. Mate, and honestly, everything just went quiet. I was on the phone one night. I was laying in bed, my phone rang, obviously a no number. And my missus tells the story better because I was sweating, I was shaking. I was Kenny Jacket <laughs> on the phone and, he's, yeah. and he was dead straight down the point. Yeah, Kenny Jacket. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> so I'm on the phone. It was quite a hard conversation because he was quite tough to talk to. So I'm on the phone and I'm, I'm quite chatty, do you know what I mean? So I'm like waffling on, waffling on. And he's like, one way dancing on the other end of the phone. But he's saying, <laughs> yeah, we want to wanna sign, we want to do this, we're going to sign him a field and all this. So I'm like, yeah, great, yeah, no worries at all, looking forward to it, blah, blah. And it just never happened. So that was something that was a little bit disappointing. I never thought it would come back around again. And then obviously Huddersfield come in but it was brilliant for me honestly Mark Robbins signed me and then he got sacked the day later <laughs> <laughs> so we signed me this is no way of a lie me and the gaffer were like that way honest to God so we signed me we played Bournemouth on the weekend we got tonked 4-5-0 they were brilliant that year in the champ and uh, we got tonked 4-5-0 he went on the Sunday so you signed the Jan you signed then no so I signed at the start of the season, start the season. Start, so I, I don't actually know what went on the season before I don't know if he was in it was tough yeah. for him the year before I don't know but it, mate, honest to God he got, got sacked the, day, the day, first day of the season and like, I was like What's going on here? Yeah. Who came in like? after that? Con? So Chris Powell. Oh, right, Chris Powell. Okay, what yeah. a what a fella, mate. Honestly, what a man. What a coach. What a great, great person. He with was. England now. Yeah, with England. And I'm still close to him now. Speaking to him the other days. He's obviously working at Tottenham. Do you know what I mean? So full of energy speak, and everything. Ah, oh, just what a great person, mate. Just as he, and he brought in a fella called Alex Dyer, who was manager Kilmarnock for us for a spell. Yeah. Again, exactly the same as Powley. Just fantastic, tip, fantastic person. And he, he was the he was the ideal person really for Huddersfield at the time. Do you know what I mean? Just to just to help us in settle things down but he was great for me great for me played every single game played 45, 46 games that Center season centre midfield mate yeah I had number 10 on my back Brilliant. I number 10 yes. Cody 10 Love do you know what I mean never, I'll never get that keep near that, that again that shirt, <laughs> never get near that again <laughs> but uh, yeah and that was brilliant for me mate yeah I loved it, loved it. it must have been hard though leaving Liverpool though. Must, I know you said you wanted to but that's like you've been there since do you know, do you know what mate it was, it was something where loads of people say that to me as I mentioned before to you that I was quite realistic I was a realistic lad and it wasn't that hard I'll be honest with you, because I just I, I was desperate to play football. I'd had such a good year at Sheffield, where I'd been part of this first team. I was playing in front of crowds, and Sheffield, we always had a great crowd there. It was always 20-odd thousand, and I'd gone from doing that, and then all of a sudden, I was going to go back to Liverpool and play 23. I, yeah. I just weren't, I, I weren't ready for that. I, my mindset was completely off that, do you know what I mean? So it was something where I was proper ready to leave. It, it, it wasn't a hard decision to, to obviously leave. Just quickly before we leave Liverpool completely, yeah. the players there. 
who kind well, of who, who talk like to me about best. Stevie Gerrard yeah, that's all honestly, I want it mate. to be diplomatic honest to God what Stevie I've G. never seen someone mate the way he trained he would f- he would fly through you and just stare at you on the floor if you went down and did, honestly that's how much he wanted to win honest to God I've never seen anything like it in my life you could have been 16 you could have been 35 didn't care and the way he trained mate to stop you scoring or to stop you going through him or to stop you passing round him or to stop you taking it round him he would literally leave you there look at you and go right, it's up to you now what you want to do do you know what I mean? He was that good. He's passing. He, everything he'd done was just at another level, mate. Honestly, another level. See, you're sort of hero that someone yeah. you looked up to. Without yeah. a doubt. Without, yeah. he, he was, obviously, he was everything to Liverpool, weren't he? Yeah. When I was a kid, he was everything. He, he'd done everything. He was played every position, scored all the goals, assists. He'd done everything. Just the complete midfielder. And he was he was amazing, mate. And then just to get that, I always wanted to play with him. And I was lucky enough, I, I played just before I left. I went to America with Liverpool and I played in a pre-season friendly in Charlotte against AC Milan and I come on for the second half and I play centre mid with him and that was the only thing I ever wanted to do yeah. and it was a friendly and no one will ever probably remember it yeah. but for me it was the biggest thing I've I, I done when I was yeah. there do you know what I mean just to play with him was incredible yeah it's funny isn't it because we we speak a lot on this podcast about like your ability and the mentality as yeah. well and out of yeah. all the stories you could have told about his left foot his right foot his, his assist yeah. it's actually the fact the that it doesn't matter who you are in training oh. he'd stick it on you and then go right where are you going with this Deal one with it. So and it's can. like we we speak about that a lot on here, don't we? About the mentality of players yeah. to drive to get them there. You can have all the ability in the world, but if you ain't got that up there, then yeah, of course. And there's no point. There's the no running point theme in. with him, isn't it? And honestly, what, like I said, just the way he would not care about hating, hating someone, get up, sort yourself out. Do you know what I mean? But that's the level you've got to be at if you want to train with me and you want to help this team and you want to help this club. That's the level you've got to be. The, the best players, the most successful players, they seem to have that. Like I've just watched the Rooney documentary. Yes, yeah, and it's yeah. all over that, yeah. isn't it? It's how, just, good, yeah, how good that, is that? That, that desire to win, it, and it yeah. doesn't matter who he yeah. hurts to get through. He has to win for Man United. Gerard has to win for Liverpool. And it means the world to him. So when you're training with him, and they do five aside. Are you ever worried about being on his team because he wants to win that match, or you're like, Nah, I want to be on Gerard's team? Do, do, do you know what really let me down, Edo? Was I was too simple, me. I was too simple in training because. I was frightened, not not frightened, uh, a, a little bit scared, a little bit of fear, do you know what I mean, to really let them down, to let them play yeah, us down. Yeah. Even being on Carragher's team, yeah. Carragher was exactly the same, by the yeah. way. Okay, not to the level of not Steven Gerrard, but the wanting to win in that, listen, you've got to perform. If you're on my team, you've got to perform. And that was a big problem in my Liverpool, I think, mate. Because I was so young and so naive, and I was a big, I was a massive Liverpool fan growing up, and Liverpool was kind of everything to me at the time. I'd go up and just keep it simple. I'd get the yeah. ball and pass backwards. I'd come, I wouldn't open my body up, I wouldn't switch. Do you know what I mean? I'd get the ball and I'd pass back, and I'd keep it simple. Yeah. And that was a big, a big downfall for me, I think, because I never really showed probably what I was really about, even in the games that I played. It's, it's understandable. Was, was Bellamy there at the same time? I've told these I'm, boys stories about no, Bellamy, yeah. and that was the probably like me when I was on Bellas' team yeah. it was more rather than me saying I want to show Bellas how good I am yeah. so I don't want to make a mistake 100% mate that, that was you, kind of my do you know what mate well. I, I trained with him a couple of times when Kenny was there so I was really young at this point I must have been 16, 17 and he was obviously there and I trained one day and by the way you know what I'm like I've never trained since that day in a pair of trousers ever <laughs> ever <laughs> ever <laughs> since that day so we were playing a little possession thing I'll always remember it mate because this was the type of character he was and people obviously like him people don't whatever it may be but I thought, as as a professional, as a like we talk about mentality, he he, he, he was tip top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You said that, Ed, I didn't. Yes, honest, honest to God, and I stretched for a ball one day, and I couldn't get the ball, and it was down to me kicks. <laughs> he honest to God, in front of all the first team, he come up to me, and he went, "That's what you get for wearing trousers." Do you know what I mean? And, he, and since that day, I've never wore trousers in my life, ever in my life, because it's just a pants. I can't stretch for balls because it's the pants. So honest to God, but that was just a mentality. It's mad, isn't it? How you, you talk about that kind of? Mm-hmm. We spoke about. Um, in previous episodes like those little things that you learn yeah. that are quite a harsh lesson and yeah. being sat in a change room getting changed mm. and 
managers coming up to, oh you're playing today then and yeah like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. What? well you seem to have got your kit on and you're <laughs> like obviously you shit yourself a little bit <laughs> then you're like oh no, no yeah you'll be sat in the stands mate. So it's, yeah. isn't it funny how they're, they're really harsh at the time but you've never worn trousers since oh, that day and it sticks with you for life yeah, yeah. even like the little thing that like you just said that day even when like a manager's not named his squad like we've all been there and then you're not going to be long to get changed just in yeah. case you're not in the squad because yeah. then you feel a bit wrecked, don't you? Putting your kit, putting your suit or your trap. Even back if you've had a squad at trick the week before. You know what right? I mean? You yeah. still, you still yeah. don't put your kit on because you look like a bit of a bit of a yeah, tit yeah. in front of all the other lads as well. My you know problem I mean? is it was Noel Blake and he can't fit through a door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Blake, yeah, he's obviously yeah, did yeah, it to massive. me. Yeah. And obviously he's gone. He, he's, he had a lovely, a lovely nickname for me, Coconut Head. He's got Coconut Head. What? What you doing? What are you doing, lad? And I'll be like, What do you mean, Blakey? Whatever you want. Don't talk to me, lad. Don't talk to me. You better get changed. You get get yourself in the stands, lad. Yeah. Get yourself in the stands. <laughs> and I'm, I'm obviously, I'm obviously a, a coconut head. I've told you once. Get yourself out of here now. Yeah. And I, I'm like, what, what, what? And I'm sat in the stands. The game's going on. I'm thinking, what have I done wrong? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Got your shorts on, your muppet. Yeah. You've got changed. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's so, so old school, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, so old it school is, when yeah. we think about it. But, but, it but brilliant standards and, yeah, and similar to what, like you say, yeah. Stephen Gerrard, will stick it on you in training. Yeah. Similar yeah. sort of thing. I think it's funny what you said about Bellamy, don't you? Because like I said to you, I said I've never met him, but I think I already. I'm thinking I can't stand him. Like I said to you, I said I can't stand him, and you're like, well. I see where you're coming from, but his standards were so high yeah. that actually drove everybody up. So you can see as a manager, you put up with the fact he's going to fall out with people, but he's driving those standards. You know what you're saying about, it's funny that Rudy documentary, because like you say, when you're young lads, like when we were all young lads, same for me, you would be in awe, wouldn't you, of like them. But like, remember Rooney, Rooney said, he come on the pitch and he was 17, he's like, I'm the best player. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I think that mentality, when he's you're first. 17, I was thinking, when I was 17, you just thinking, just get by, or yeah. you're thinking, don't yeah, let Gerard or simple, carry yeah, it down. Yeah. Or, like, Rooney's like, I'm the best player. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show everybody. He said then he walked in at 16 for his first proper preseason. He said he knew on the first day he was the best player there. Imagine, imagine. I'm just trying to. I remember, like, I was, we talked about Peter Reed. I was just keeping my head down, and Peter Reed was like, "Hey, you with the curly hair?" And I'm like, "Oh no." It's so definitive, isn't it? It's so like I am the best player. So definitive. I just wasn't. Gerard the same. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, I can't speak before that, but what he was. Just the aura. Do you know the aura he had around him? He had such an aura around him in the training yeah. ground where like, you kind of walked past him and you kind of had to wait for him to say like, I say hello to everyone, do you know what I mean? But you had to wait for him to say hello. And like, morning, morning. Yeah, yeah. Morning. Yeah. Try and get as many mornings yeah. in you. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Might be at stay on, yeah. Honest to God, yeah. He's a big Absolutely. lad as well, isn't he, Gerard? Yeah, and like, well, he's like posing, isn't he? He's a lump. Yeah. Like to tackle, mate. Honest to God, when I said before, he would literally fly through you in training. If you were in his way and you were stopping him scoring or you were stopping him getting around it, he would literally. And, and like I said, it would be like, he wouldn't like them pick it, leave you there and it's up yeah. to you. So yourself out if you want to train to train. He had some right oh, naughty tackles when he was younger, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He was. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The old scissors. Yeah. yeah. The scissors yeah. 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 He loved that one, didn't he? Tackle, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. What a yeah. player, though. What a player. From Huddersfield, before you signed for Wolves. Yeah. You actually scored at Molyneux, didn't you? Oh, what a goal that was. <laughs> oh, Did you play that game? Yeah, mate, I was. I think I was I was either on the bench or I'd come off because it was in the second half, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, second half. Yeah, I must have watching, been, I must have but, mate, you, you guys have to YouTube this goal because it was yeah. an absolute <laughs> joke, mate. You surely haven't hit <laughs> any like that in your career before, oh, mate. Never, never in my life, never. And you know what? I, I don't know why I, why I shot. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I was so far out and I watched it back and I was so, so far out, yeah. honestly. And you know it's one of them, Ed, that went, I'm not hit many in my life, in my career, do you know what I mean? But knowing it leaves your foot and you know it's got half a chance, this. Yeah. And that was what it was like. And you knowing a sign for Wolves, I used to give Keems a little bit. Keems yeah. a big fella, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. He'd say, Keems, why were you waving at me? Give Keems a little bit on the first time. Yeah, honestly, but uh, yeah, and I celebrate with the bench and all. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. Last, Last time he scored a mole on you, that was. That was down to but oh, yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it, mate. It was brilliant. Brilliant. So, how did the Wolves move come about then? 
so again, it was it, it was something where, like I said, I, I thought I was going to sign the year before. I really did. It was something where I spoke to Kenny quite a lot. I met with Stu and I thought it was going to happen the year before. And then the exact same happened the following year. And it was kind of, it happens quite quickly, if I'm being honest with you, mate. I was meant to be going back in for pre-season with Huddersfield and I just got a phone call just saying, uh, down the M6 and get yourself to Wolves because Huddersfield have kind of accepted, Huddersfield have accepted a bid and they're going to uh, let you go and sign yeah, in the championship. This is in the championship, mate, yeah. And do you know what, mate? Wolves, you just finished just outside the playoffs, I think, on goal difference, yeah. mate. And it was so exciting. So exciting. And it obviously turned out to be a little bit different when I first got there because it was tough, yeah. if I'm being honest with you, mate. But it was so exciting to go there knowing Wolves were there and thereabouts last season and it might be even half a chance yeah, here. Yeah. And I'm playing well. I've enjoyed my season. I've done well with Huddersfield and it'll be brilliant for me. But obviously things happened a little bit different. But oh, what a move, mate. Yeah, it was incredible. What was Connolly? Like, oh, what was Connolly? Like, oh, finished that is. What's up Cody. Oh, that's unreal, that. Hold, Hold up, sorry. Well done. Hey. Yeah, let's have a look at this. We'll have to sorry, for the, ben- for the benefit <laughs> of the listeners, we're just having a look at uh, Connor's goal, yeah? <laughs> you'll be shocked. Yeah, you'll be shocked. Tony Cotty. On look that. at that. Soccer Saturday. I was probably I was probably in a media watching this. <laughs> That's a great strike, wow. isn't it? Oh, oh, I keep it? Who's the keeper having a go at? I keep the keepers again. He's having a proper Kev Matt there, Keeves. Keeves proper ball. went for it as well, didn't he? Yeah, as well. proper. He proper went for proper, it. Proper, mate. Is it one of the, did you, were you losing 3-0 there? No, we won 3-1. Oh, you won 4-1. I think, I think that, no, we won 3-1. That's the second goal. And that made it 2-0. Yeah, we won 3-1. Do you know what? Well, you could have gone top of the league that game. I'll always remember that game just because I scored. Yeah, you could have gone top of the league. I thought it was going to be one of them. We lost 4-1, but have you seen my goal? Do you know who else scored? Holty. Dan Holt scored that game for Huddersfield, yeah, played with Holty and Brilliant. obviously come to a world, but yeah. Finish, man. Sorry. Go on, Dave. Um, what was Connolly? Like? Day one. Day Can't one. imagine, so, you know, day one, you know, be coming a bit sheepish, a bit quiet yeah. and all we that. Kind was... of, we kind of heard, like, a couple of days before that it might be happening and things like that. <laughs> and as your insecure self, you're thinking, another midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging on by my yeah, fingertips. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. You, you were Wolves' golden child. You were yeah, never going to like, He's been modest there. He's too nice, Dave. Is he a, uti- is he a utility? Does he play anywhere else? Can he, can he play right he, back he as well? He won't get in the box like I get. No, no, no. No, he's a, he's a midfielder, Dave. So he can't play fullback or anything. He's not, no, no, he's, he's not a poor man's Frank Lampard like I am. <laughs> <laughs> and my first thought was, oh, I remember his goal against us as well. Yeah, he's, he's a goal scoring midfielder. Oh, no. That's Dave all over as well. How wrong was he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> How wrong was he? But no, not to make codes blush, but anyone you'll speak to who knows who knows Connor is when you first come in within 15 minutes, that's kind of all gone. Do you know what I mean? The way you are, he's like probably a little bit too loud at times. Yeah. <laughs> but Cheers, Mr. Positive comes, comes in and yeah, you fitted in real quickly, didn't you? We had a good yeah. group of lads then. Great we? group of lads, mate. I loved it. I yeah. loved it, honestly, since the first day. I, I, I remember my first day and remember when we was up at the top, we was up at the academy yeah, at the right, bottom yeah. was getting, and all the lads were in the gym and there were like big windows in the gym. You know when you first go when you're doing your medical and that getting yeah. shown round and I didn't know the lads were in the gym you know when you just feel everyone go <laughs> and just turn around and look at you I was like, oh, but it was nerve-wracking, mate, honestly, because I was going to a much bigger club, yeah. if I'm being honest with you, a much bigger club with... That's it. Yeah, with, 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 with the team who just missed out on the playoffs, do you know what I mean? They were, they were pushing to get into the Premier League, they were pushing to be in the Championship playoffs, so it was nerve-wracking, mate, and, and plus, I'd seen these lads play in the Premier League, I'd all play in the Premier League, and yeah. I, I was thinking, well, this is this is unbelievable, this, but we had such a good group of lads who made me fit in really well, Edo, Danny Bath, Keems, Kev, a new pricey as well, do you know what I mean? So we had a real, real good group of lads, and it, it was so easy to settle in, yeah. The expectation, though, wasn't it? Of like, obviously, Liverpool's a huge club, but you mm. would have never really experienced the expectation because you weren't yeah. that close yeah. into the first team. Yeah. But coming to Wolves as one of their main signings, yeah, massive club. 
it was huge and pressure isn't it I, th- I think people were waiting for things mate obviously I yeah. think the, the memory they had of me was scoring that goal at Molyneux I think they were expecting that all the time but was I was a big the, price tag con. Out, uh, a couple of mil I think it was a couple of mil something like that but f- for the Wolves for, at the for, time for, yeah, yeah. and for a championship sign it, it was really do you know what I yeah. mean so it was kind of like I said it was nerve wracking going in there because they had such a good season the year before it was kind of I need to come in and we need to kind of get in the playoffs. We need to kind of do something, right? Do you know what I mean? And it never turned out to be like that, but the club itself was incredible. But like Edo said, that that expectation of, because we finished where we did the year before and then we had to go again and it never really materialised. Strange, tough, yeah. because we had a real good start, didn't we? Yeah, remember, remember Ian Balder against Blackburn? Remember that? He was raging. I saw that. I swear. Goal, isn't it? Yeah. Is, this the, the is this what we got down yeah, in the Maradona yeah, thing? Yeah. So was this on your debut? So this is my debut against Blackburn, right? And like I said, it was brilliant because... I fit in really, I, I really loved my first few weeks and I knew this fella, I got quite close to this fella and he scored against Blackburn, it was just a Dave Edwards goal, do you know what I mean, yeah, in the yeah. box late and, and I thought it was great, Edda. Quality. But yeah. he'd used his arm, right, and we're celebrating yeah. and he didn't, he didn't celebrate properly, you know, and like, celebrate when you score first goal in the yeah. champ and as we're all, we're all like in a bit of a mm-hmm. hurry, he's going, I'm baldy. I've unboiled it. Oh, he's so and, nice. And we're, and we're all going, oh. shut up, man. Jesus, what did I love? Honestly, I unbald. Dave's like, ah, ref, nice. ref, ref, I think I'm like, shut up. Man. I think he would have told the ref. If we, if nice as human being. Honestly, honestly I did feel like it. I mean, it's you and Bennick were in my face saying, shut up, you know what Because Bennick had seen I'd done it. But Gary, so, Colin, you're, you're saying to Dave, like, shut up. I don't like, pack it in. It's yeah, yeah. going one nil up and come on, we need to win the Remember game. Remember Gary Bowie, you was Blackburn manager. He went mad at me half time. Did he? Thought you were better than that, Edwards. You're cheating. Yeah, yeah, he was Did going he? at me. I played against him a couple of scenes ago when he was Bradford manager. We had a bit of a giggle about it, but he's yeah. never forgotten it. I thought you were better than that, Edwards. Guess what, Gary? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went on to win. It was a good game, that. I remember. I I remember. Left wing. Do you remember I played left wing? Yeah, you did. We, we were 4 4 2. Very, very narrow. Very yeah. narrow. <laughs> <laughs> Narrow's yeah. in centre yeah. 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 If you're not playing yeah. in the four, uh, play yeah. out what left, yeah. mate. Left. We were 4 4 2, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. 4 4 2. No, it was good, mate. It was good. Really good, good start to the Love season that. actually, yeah. Real good start to the season. And then it was mad though because my wife was pregnant, so Amy didn't didn't move to Wolves with me at first. And then we played. Uh, remember playing one of the cup games after it? Played one of the cup games. Edo wouldn't have played in that. He never got played in it. He was on the piss, yeah, you know, yeah. bed, legs up, rubs, the whole lot, mate. <laughs> hey, you just look at him. He's over. He's just wrapped in cotton wool uh, on the side uh, there. Like. Get young. Who's playing? Young, get get young Cody out there. Yeah. He'll play. I'll sit out. You know what I mean? But he was one of them. But we played them. My wife gave birth the day before, so it was good memories for me. Coming for, as soon as we come to Wolves, do you know what I mean? So it was a yeah, it was a good start for us. Did Amy ever move up? Yeah, move or down to Wolverhampton? Yeah, so obviously we're going to go into Lonners and Willow, aren't we? But the house that I had with Lonners and Willow, I lived in with with Amy for the first year. But it was daft, mate. Really, it was big. Kenny was big on it. When I first signed, yeah. Kenny was like, "You have to move. You have to move." I weren't planning on moving. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, but just because I could travel and my wife could be around family and What's friends. What's your commute con? About an hour and twenty. Oh, okay. hour and a half, hour and twenty. So I was always going to travel, but when I signed, Kenny was like, "You have to, you have to move." And I'm going like. Do I? And he's like, yeah, you have to move. You have to move. So I'm like, okay, sound. So I said to him, and it worked quite well, really, because we just had a little baby. We just had our Henry, and we got a chance to be parents on our own, do you know what I mean, without people around us, which was good. But he was big. So we, we stayed for a year, and then when Kenny left, as soon as Kenny left, I said, right, you can move back home now. <laughs> <laughs> and she moved back home, and then I offered Lonners and Willow to stay in the house. So the you came in after, so how long was Kenny there for then? Kenny was there as, when I was there. So we started the next preseason, but Folsom had just took over, yeah, and we yeah. got wind as players that. Kenny was going to go. Do you know I mean? We got, we got wind. And then I remember getting on the train. I remember getting on the train one morning and it popped up on Sky Sports. Kenny Jackett's being sacked and Walter Zenger's coming. 
So Walter Zenga then come in the, the year after. Do you remember? Do you remember? I think I've told you. Have I said it in the podcast? I might yeah, have told you, you boys. No, you have. Do you remember when he first came in in preseason, the very mm. first game? He watched the first half for him. Swansea. Yeah, Swansea. and then he came in half time. Yeah. Talked to him how he was dressed, mate. Yeah, <laughs> honest to God, like proper. Oh, I can't say, but do you not remember him yeah, coming in? Yeah, we... yeah, the white linen shirt on. Yeah. Rosemary beads, tattoos yeah, all up his arm, mates. Crop trousers, which were like halfway between his knee and his yeah. ankle. But he, but he lived in Dubai, didn't he? Yeah. So I you know every international break, and every time he got like a few days off, he'd fly back to Dubai. And that was di- different than Kenny Jackson. <laughs> honest to God, it was night yeah. and day, wasn't it? It was night and day. He was a lovely guy, though. Oh, mate. lovely, lovely fella. Even now, like we've seen him, you know, in Europa League, we played Torino in the qualifying round, and he, came, he was in the hotel. So you know, it was a bit awkward. Like, yeah. you see him at first, you're like, sure, that's Walter Zenka. Do you know what I mean? He comes over, gives you a big hug. Lovely, yeah. lovely fella. Lovely Loves fella. Everyone, don't it? Yeah, everyone. <laughs> but we played now, that pre game, you know, we played Swansea. You must have watched the first half. I remember him coming down. I remember this. I must have a better memory than you because I remember him coming down. And I don't know if we were 1 0 down or something at half time. And he said, Listen, you need to think about the game more. We need to think. So don't go chasing everywhere. Don't go pressing. I want you to play like this, sit in and wait for the time to press and all this. So we're all like, Yeah, yeah, all right, bang, 4 0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, Yeah. And that, way, that works well. <laughs> Not sure how this is going to turn out. And, and at the time, I know it's changed a lot now with how yeah. more methodical you boys are, but yeah. at the time, the fans at Molyneux, they would not be happy because we tried to have had it with Stoller Solbach before you yeah, came yeah, yeah. where we tried to sit off teams and then try and counter-attack. Molyneux yeah. crowd does not attack, like that. Attack, if you're attack. not just like yeah. into every tackle, flying all yeah, over people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they've become a bit more accepting of it now, haven't they, because of how well you guys are doing. But yeah. at that time, straight away, I was thinking, this isn't going to work this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, do you remember that I've got, I'm good mates with uh, Matt Docks, I'm good mates with Doc, yeah. do you know what I mean? And when obviously Walter Zenger got uh, left, we played Leeds. It's a great story. You know what Doc's oh, like. Oh yeah, I remember this game. You know what Doc's like, don't you? And Doc obviously lost the boy playing left back. Yeah. And Doc's, for some unknown reason, the ball's going out in, in our own corner flag and Doc's trying to shield the ball. Trying to shield the ball. This is what Doc was like. Yeah. Where they end up nicking the ball and they end up scoring from Doc's mistake. So after the game, Walter Zenger must have got wind that he was going to go or whatever. And he was walking around the chain and he was shaking everyone's hand, thanks lads, thanks lads, thanks lads. And he just, he just shook Doc's head and he went, eh, thanks for that mate. Thanks for getting me this. <laughs> <laughs> and Doc, thanks for getting me this. And, and Doc was like, <laughs> just looking at him thinking like, oh God. Just didn't, you know what Doc was like. Class, mate, yeah, yeah. Oh, he would have but, yeah. thought about that so much. Oh, forever and ever and ever. Mate, we still speak about it now. Yeah. Me and Doc, remember when Walter Zenger shook me head and that? <laughs> said that, that was what it was like, yeah. Oh, I love that. What was Dave like? Amazing, well, mate. Amazing, mate. Amazing, and I'm going to blow smoke of his, uh, his ass, man. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Love him a bit. It's definitely since. recording, Wits. Just, <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely on, Wits. Honestly, mate. This video this, Wits. Testing, <laughs> testing, honestly, testing. Honestly, mate, and this is no weird of a lie. He's one of the best players, one of the best professionals I've, I've played with. I've, I've shared a picture, I've shared a dressing room with, just to learn off him. And I'm not yeah. just saying it now because you're here, mate, but I'd say it to anybody, just to learn off the sort of character he was, to, to have Edo there when I first went there was, was so good for me on development because I went there as a young lad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, it was kind of, I'm still learning, I'm still learning my trade, I'm still, le- I'm still learning how to play football. And then I go to a massive club like Wolves where he's been there for so long, he knows everything about the club. He knows what the supporters want, he knows what the gaffer wants, he knows how to look after himself. And that was so important for me going there. And I still take that to this very day now, considering how long I've been at Wolves. I take so much of what he'd done at the football club with me, honestly, mate. I really yes. do. I mean Brilliant. that, mate, honestly. Love that. Dave. Yeah. Was, well, we played with Dave, but he was a young boy when we went. Yeah. 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 So he was very different then. Bleach blonde there. Yeah, bleach blonde there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous yeah. he was. Yeah. 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 Gorgeous. Yeah, we used to get him in the shower, didn't we? Like rubbing him in the shower. I used to go up to him, I used to put um, shower gel on him. I used to rub him and go, oh, Dave. Did you? you. And then he used to call you, didn't I, late at night if I've had a few bevies. He used to leave answer machines on his phone and go, Dave, Dave, are you there? Dave, where are you? And he'd come in and he'd go, mate, leave me alone, will you? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm only, I'm only playing with you. Oh, leave yeah. me alone. I don't need you today. Yeah. What a fella, mate. No, yeah, amazing. No, I think it's a running theme, like you say. 
It's attitude, uh, attitude mentality. Attitude, Huge application, the mentality. Yeah. Top Huge professionals mate. have it, don't they? And he's, like you say, but you've also got to be a brilliant human being, haven't you? And Without a doubt, mate. Definitely One of the best, mate, yeah. One of the best. Uh, Living arrangements then. Wolves. So Amy <laughs> moved out. <laughs> he hates it. Amy moved out, yeah. So it kind of got a bit funny at this point, yeah. yeah. So, Amy, it, so it was kind of, Kenny left and we come back for pre-season. I said to Amy, listen, just stay at home. There's no point. I'll be the one who travels and be with family, be around mum and dad. I'll get home most days, do you know what I mean? So it was great. It worked great. And then obviously I still had the house. So we signed Lon as we signed Mike Williamson. We make a few signings and English lads, do you know what I mean? So English lads coming in, it was kind of like... So I knew Lonas was from Preston, lived in Preston. I knew he'd want to need a place to stay or stay in the old house. So I just said to him, listen, jump in the gaff. <laughs> no problem, got a big gaff there. So jump yeah. in, it's no problem, it's fine. So he was like, Are you sure? This was like literally, I think he's told the story, it's about 10, 15 minutes of knowing him. So I was like, yeah, anytime you need to stay somewhere, just jump in, it's no worries. Mike Williamson was the same. So I just said to him. Did he come from Newcastle, Mike Williamson? Willow would have come from, where he come from Newcastle? It was New. Uh, was it? Yeah, no, because I think he came alone first, didn't he? He went he after that, didn't he, to Newcastle? No, it was Newcastle before. Newcastle, I think he came on loan at first and yeah. then we signed him on a permanent. He was from, oh, okay. He's from Windsor though, wasn't he? Yeah. So he's from down south. Yeah, but remember when he signed on loan, he was brilliant for us. Oh, he's class. He was great. I think we, just and then what we, we signed needed, him. Wasn't he? Just what we needed. And we signed him and he just injured every game. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, injured every game. He's, but, the, he's the gaffer now at uh, Gateshead, isn't he? Gateshead, yeah. Absolutely yeah, flying. So yeah. obviously, played against him. I was managers against him. So our teams went up against each other. And uh, met him in the middle of the pitch, and like I don't know if he'll say the same about me, but we just had a conversation. Like, normally, you see yeah, the yeah. Like, hello mate, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got you a coffee and everything. Is there anything yeah. that you need? Let us know. And we just spent half an hour on the pitch, just chatting. What yeah. a guy he is! Great like, honestly, it's yeah. probably the most intense thirty minutes, but but brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I've had He's intense, amazing <laughs> guy. He's intense. Just liked him straight away. Kn- knew that he would be successful straight away. Yeah. I, I think if you said to him, Gavin Cowan, now he'd probably go who. But from my from my perspective, I had half an hour with him there. And what a brilliant guy. Yeah, no, no fluke to see him now doing yeah. well because you know, he's you, class. This is why your your relationship with Lon and, was, and Mike was so like interesting to the rest of the lads because you was only young co's, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas yeah. I, I had some real good chats with with Mike. I thought he was like really intelligent, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he yeah. Um, he would yeah. go quite deep psychologically very, and all this stuff. Very, like, yeah. But then yeah. you got <laughs> you were <laughs> <laughs> <Honestly, laughs> this kid, mate, and I just thought. And then you put Lonas into the mix as well, just like this. <laughs> Brash Northerner. So go, go on, Nico, what were the dynamics there with you three? It was brilliant. Do you know what? He looked after me a little bit, Willow. He's a great fella. Real, real good fella. But like little things like we used to go, there used to be a shop at the top of our road. You know, me and me and Lonas would walk around the shop, get a big bag of sweets and all this. We'd go home and literally Willow was more professional than Edo. Like I, I, I think I think he went the other end of the spectrum, Willow. Like a little bit too much. Like yeah. the amount of, honest to God, I obviously invited, he'd stay in the house like every night of the week every night of the week because he'd obviously live in Windsor, a family yeah. in Newcastle or whatever it went maybe. So we'd stay there all the time and the days I'd go there, there'd be bands all over the house, there'd be things all over the house and me and Lonas <laughs> would come in with a big bag of squashies. Literally, <laughs> 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 a bag of squashies yeah. in from Monday night yeah. 40 and honestly, them two, there'd be two couches in the house and them two would kick me off the couch, I'd be sat on the floor with my bag of squashies. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be eating a bowl of kale and all this. And, Mate, this is nowhere we're like, we're having conversations yeah. and me and Lonas are like trying to have a bit of a laugh and it just, it, this was what it was like and I remember this one day we got a knock on the door me and Lonas are sat there watching the footy next minute this fella comes in with a massage bed so I bet normal do you know what I mean get a massage and that plonks himself in the living room bang slap in front of the telly Lonas gets uh, Willow gets on this bed getting a rub me and Lonas are sat there like that and I look at the telly through Mike Williamson looking at each other we went Willow what are you doing oh, I'm just getting a rub lads <laughs> give me hamstrings rubbing, but this was what he was like, like so middle of the night he would get up every morning and go to the pool so real prof- honest one of the most professional men I've ever seen in my life and we get up before training, but I'm talking like, like four or five o'clock in the morning, I'm talking here. Like, eight, mate, early doors, 
But he used to love a Nutribullet, you know, Nutribullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, love the Nutribullet, right? So I'm talking like four, five, he wouldn't care. Who else is in the house? Mate? Four in the morning. Mate, I swear the Nutribullet would be on. <laughs> me and Matt, me and Lonas would be waking up going, fucking hell's that noise? Next minute, he's downstairs, four or five o'clock in the morning, mate, getting ready to go to the pool. But one of the most professional, nicest men I've ever seen in my life, mate, honestly. Yeah. Fantastic, brilliant. Yeah, well, Lonas told man. me the first time he put the Nutri bullet on, yeah. you woke up in early or a little bit later and you thought he'd been abducted. Because <laughs> you, you heard all, all this, this noise thing. going off. All this, mate, because then you wake up all groggy. You know, you wake yeah, up, yeah. you're all groggy. You're like, what's going on there? Do you know what I mean? And he's got the Nutri bullet on. Lonas, he sat on the couch like this. <laughs> I guess, ah, oh, just all kinds going on in the house, mate. It was the, mad, the, the maddest dynamic you can ever imagine in your life, but... He'd take, like I said, million bands home, all the stuff from training, and be in the house, just everywhere in the house. Do you know what I mean? Just what a fella, though. What a great fella. So Dave's um, touch base with Lonas prior to this podcast. Yeah. He's fed us a few bits and pieces. <laughs> but on, he said yeah. a couple of things he said is, um, you're just absolute childlike love for football. Yeah. And just how you sit in front of the telly with your legs crossed. <laughs> and uh, I think there was a story he was saying, it's like the most dour game on the planet. Yeah. And uh, half time whistle went, and you just turned around to them both and went, What a game that was! <laughs> West what Brock, a game! West Brock, Bill Burnley now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and they were just like, Come on, that was the worst game we've ever seen. But you were just, you've got this such love and enthusiasm for football. So it's just really refreshing to hear. Cause he, he said you would start your pre match routine on a Monday night about quarter to seven, getting all your sweets ready for when seven o'clock starts and Gary Neville comes yeah. on the telly. He says, You're just glued. Yeah, just watch the footy. Yeah, just, just listen to them. I just enjoy listening to them, to be honest. It's all about different teams, but we had a right laugh in that house, mate, honestly. A right laugh because we go through. That much, we used to eat crap, mate. Crap. We were yeah. professional footballers, mate. And we come in and his body fat was through the roof, Lonas. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, oh, mate. Like his yeah. body listen fat to this, God. If we listen to this. He, he said you were no banter at all. He said um, <laughs> he, he said you had nothing because you're always on your phone to your missus, Amy. Oh. She said you're never off the phone to her. Apparently no. you're always on your phone. Is that right? Yeah, FaceTime. I'm bad for FaceTime, mate. Yeah. I was on FaceTime when I was coming here. I'm bad for FaceTime, honestly. Like, just in terms of... Just to chat to someone. I hate like being in the car and it being quiet. If I'm in the car and it's quiet, like if no one I'm travelling, I'll make about fifty call, fifty phone he calls. He said right? that's what he said when he went yeah. um, when on the way to training. Connor would like ring his ring his mum. I'm on my way to training. Ring his missus. I'm on my way to training. I'll ring you later. <laughs> then ring his dad. I'm just on my way to training. I ring you later. <laughs> ring his uncle. Then his dad. Then after training, ring his uncle. Ring his mum back up. I'm on my way back from training. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever tell you about the golf he bought? Has he not told you this? Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I remember the Do you remember the golf? I remember. Oh, this, mate. right. So he said to me this one day, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy a golf. Just clock up the miles on his car. Yeah, so it? he's racking up the miles because yeah. like, it's quite far. I think he had an Audi or something. Yeah. I can't remember what he had, but he's, it's obviously quite far to press and it's over 100 miles. And he used to, I used to say to him, You come and pick me up and that. And he'd say, Yeah. So he'd say, like, Where do you live? So I'm, saying, I'm just off to 62. Just like, just off the 62. <laughs> M60, M60, M60 is there, 62 yeah. is there, maybe. He's on the M62 for about half an hour. <laughs> I swear. So just we said, uh, honestly, God, so we said, I'm going to buy a Golf. So I was like thinking, that's going to be like one of them GTD ones, like a nice yeah, diesel one. Nobody's yes. I'm like, mate, yeah, nobody's. We'll take, keep doing the lifts and that. Mate, he turned up this one day to pick me up. This Golf, mate. <laughs> I'm sure it was like, I thought, oh, two something. Honest to God, it was horrendous. And it made this noise, right, like a police car. So when he was driving, it must have been something wrong with the engine of it. And it'd go like, Whoa! <laughs> no, as you're driving this golf, honest God, like fabric seats. I don't mean to sound bad, but it was just so old. Man. Old school, yeah. It was, mate, honest to God, it was horrific. And he bought this golf, and we were going into training. All the seats were ripped and that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's going into training in this golf, mate. Me and him rocking up to training this golf. It was horrendous. <laughs> oh, you used to hear it coming down the drive, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a police car, mate, honestly. It what was it you were saying, Dave, you had to stop at every service to put water in it or something. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had overheat. It had overheat. He's buying bottles of Buxton at every service. <laughs> 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 
For all the money, money he saved in petrol on a car, he had to spend the water at the services. I swear, mate, it was brilliant, honestly. And when he rocked up in his car, it was fantastic. I always remember, we come out, whenever you had the car, it was probably 15, 20 degrees outside. And he'd say, come and look at this, Edo. And the, the temperature inside would always say, like, minus 40 or something. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, mate, the car was knackered. I couldn't believe. And then I'm sure he took it to Wee any car and he offered about 200 quid for it or something. Honest to God. It was brilliant. Brilliant. What a fella. We'll have to get him on, Dave. Yeah, he's a, get he's a great... Get Lonzo. will have stories for days, mate, as well. He's a, he's a great laugh, isn't he? He's brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Even now, mate, I speak to him most days. Yeah. Honest to God, he's one, one, of the, one of the best fellas I've come across in football, honestly. Even now, like, the way he looks after himself now is, I think, different levels to when he was eating squashies with me, mate. I think he's, <laughs> uh, I think he's looking after himself a lot more now. Yeah. I've experienced him on his phone as well. All the away trips. If you, sometimes, like, we'd always kind of sit around the same table, yeah, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll sit next to him. If you sat next to him, it's only when you had your... So Henry's your eldest, isn't yeah, he? Henry's so oldest, Henry yeah. can only be maybe two, three weeks old. He's FaceTiming him. <laughs> Henry! Kids, look at you! I ain't laughing! I ain't laughing! There's this baby on the screen just like... <laughs> staring at me. Not even looking at me, oh, yeah. Man. I was bad for it, yeah. I'm Good messages, though. Good messages, because you took, yeah. like, for any kid... You know, obviously for my boys telling them all the time, like be dedicated to it if yeah. you really want to do it. And like, obviously just totally insane to football, yeah. family man. Yeah, we, that, that's all I've ever had, mate. And I, I've said it plenty of times and the amount of gratitude I owe to mainly Wolves, do you know what I mean, for obviously bringing me to the football club and being there for so long. I've, I've got so much to owe to it. So I'll always give all my life to it. My family know that. And listen, my, my family the most important thing in the world, but I'll always give my life to football and to Wolves as long as I can, yeah. Amazing to hear, mate. So when, obviously, Paul Lambert came in yeah. after... What was Zenga, didn't he? Yeah, Walter Zenga, yeah. I actually, I, I really like Paul. I, I liked really liked him. him. But you obviously had to play out of position a little bit then, didn't you? I still really liked him, mate. Yeah. I, still, I, I liked what he was about. I liked what he was like as a person. I liked what he was like as a manager. He knew how to, I think you'll say this as well, yeah. I think he knew how to have a conversation with as well as you need to be on it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, I've, I've obviously played under managers since who, tactic-wise, are, are fantastic. He yeah. wasn't. We only had like a certain way of doing things, yeah, didn't we? It was kind of find Edo in the channel. If you can't find that, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was kind of that was kind of how we played. But uh, I, I, I really got on with him, even though I played right back. I, I really got on with him. Yeah, but played right back, mate. Slowest right back ever. Yeah. Yeah. He used to join <laughs> the training all the time. So well, didn't he? Remember the boxes, mate? Oh, he used to mate. join the boxes. Yeah, he was top, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He top. gave the ball away. Whoever gave it to him would have to go in. Yeah, for him, <laughs> <wouldn't> they? <laughs> he loved. You remember the pink shirts on a Friday as oh, well? Oh yeah, forgot about the pink that, shirt. Yeah. Worst player to wear a pink shirt the following Friday. Lads would vote, obviously, for the worst player, wouldn't they? But uh, if you, everyone was trying to score. If you yeah. scored, you got away with it. Yeah. You never scored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to wear the pink shirt, yeah. Love but it. he would always be on, like, I was always on the old team, so he was old v young. Yeah. He was always on our team. And you had to carry him. He'd stand miles out on the left wing, <laughs> mate. And every yeah. time he got it, he'd just, like, spin it round the corner. Yeah. <laughs> we were playing all a man the dying all the time. Then whoever lost, then everyone has a vote on it. Yeah. And he would come round taking the vote. Yeah. You say your name's like, oh, yeah, oh. It, it'd make you feel horrendous. Him again, yeah. him again, is it? <laughs> and he used to tell people all the time about yeah. he won the Champions League, didn't he? Yeah. Remember, he used to walk yeah, past right. people, he said, oh, I've won the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> and literally serious eyes all the time, honestly. But yeah, I, I really liked him, mate. Yeah. Right. It's fine, really everyone, money. Yeah. Anything. He would just walk Everyone. in the dressing room, see you and say, 50 quid. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'd, go, he'd do that one, he'd do that one as well. So he'd go, 50 quid. But if you don't tell me about it, you've done 50 quid as well. Yeah. So you need to tell me, <laughs> yes, I'll find him. Me. Just to Brilliant. remind him. Great Brilliant environment. Me. Brilliant, mate. Yeah. So Nuno came in. Yeah. And Nuno loved you straight away, didn't he? 
Yeah, I, I got on really well with him. Really, really Some, well with him. Somebody said, Connor, it was a, something about a plane journey or something from Austria or something, and that's when you and him yeah. came for the first time. There's you, Joffin. All I can say is that... All the lads were the back of the plane. There's you, Joffin. No, no. So Coza played right back the year before. and then <laughs> like not, not out of position. Not, not somehow, he's got, somehow he's got his own boarding pass at the airport to go yeah. to Austria. He sat next to Nuno, spends two hours next to Nuno on, Nuno on the flight, Got off the plane with a captain. captain. <laughs> Playing a sweeper. Hey, come on, whatever you got to do, mate. Whatever yeah, you got to do is dog, oh, it, dog out there. You know what? We That's about judge. right. It's a dog, tell it, yeah. dog out there. Honestly, we're on the plane coming back from Austria. And you know when you sat in your seat, I was in the middle seat, right? And you know as he's walking down, honest to God, there, though, there's no way to lie. And I, I'm like that, I look next to me, I think there's an empty seat there. And he's walking towards me. Oh, and you know when you're dreading it, yeah. dreading him taking a right. I'm dreading it, mate. I'm, I'm looking down. I'm, I don't know who sat next to me. I'm thinking, please don't, please don't, please don't sit next to me because I'm going to get battered by the boys here. Battered. Next minute he goes, eh, yeah, seat 32A or whatever it is. I went, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, and you, you and you know what? The conversation that I had with him. I know the lads might have been battering me or whatever, but it was top. You know, I remember it you was telling us. Honest to God, off, it yeah. was top. You know, like the way he spoke about the club, the way he spoke about he'd watched every game, and I'm thinking. Yeah. This fella's been working the Champions League last year and he's watching Wolves who we were 15th in the champ. And it was kind of like he'd done so much homework on every single player. And then he finished the conversation by going, this is my club now. I was kind of like... Are you saying that to me? Is that a good thing or, yeah. or a yeah. bad thing? Do you know what I mean? Is that good for me or is it bad for me? Or that kind of thing. And the conversation was brilliant. Honestly, really, really good. It opened my eyes to how he wanted to work and how he wanted to do things and that he would never change his way of doing things. And the conversation was top, top draw, yeah. Lads are like... What did the gaffer say? And you're like, I wasn't listening. Yeah. Nothing. Didn't yeah. say anything really. Yeah. But from me, but from me dreading the, the conversations to actually get yeah. off the plane Amazing. thinking that was I bet that it was, was great two hours. That. that was bang on that. And even speaking about like the players who were coming in, yeah. do you know what I mean? From all kinds of what he wanted to do with the football club, it got me so excited. Do you know what I mean? Even just to the extent of just listening to it, it was brilliant, mate. Yeah. I remember you really speaking it. to me after that playing journey and yeah. you kind of explained some of that to me. It's almost like, wow. Folks and are not just putting their money where their yeah. mouth is, but we have got a right chance now. Hundred percent, right 100%. chance. Whereas the last few years have been a bit of a yeah. carnival sort of atmosphere, hasn't it? It was yeah. kind of bringing in different managers. Yeah, seemed to be bringing players in from anywhere. Hit and miss, I mean? weren't it? Yeah, it was kind of just like, let's just do it. let's just get him in and let's hope and let's let's yeah. see what happens. But I even think even if they hadn't got the players that they got that summer, yeah. I still think we'd have had half a chance because yeah, of his definitely. conversation. Honestly, mate, because of how we wanted to set us up and how we wanted to play. Getting the players we did, Rubens and Jota coming in and all that yeah. was, was madness, mate, weren't it? Yeah. But just with his conversation, I even think without that, I think with the way he wanted to play, I think we'd have had half a chance, mate, because yeah, he, he was that good, yeah. Had such an impression on you in that short space of time. Yeah, and, and he was brilliant, mate, even even being in Austria. I think we got a vibe, didn't we? We, yeah, we yeah. understood what he wanted to do and how he wanted to play. And I, I think all of us got that vibe as well. Very methodical, wasn't it? Yeah. He had a sense of belief that you yeah. were going to do so. Yeah, and he, he was so, nothing was ever going to change, was it? It was kind of his way and this is how we're doing things. Yeah. And it's three at the back, it's four across the middle, it's three up top and this is how we're going to play. We're going to yeah. play with width, we're going to attack, we're going to defend, we're going to counter. And we stuck to that, mate. We never went away from that. And I thought that was one of the biggest things he'd done, really. So so on that then, obviously, gone to a three at the back, suited you? Oh, massively. massively. Yeah. I loved it. I loved oh, it. Obviously, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, your I initial loved it. And, and, it. and I also remember him first coming in, the first couple of trains. I remember when we were training on the, the it was kind of the 23s pitch, yeah. it, over the far side. And I remember when he first came in, he kind of put me there and it was kind of like, put me there just to make up the numbers because I've gone from being right back to midfield yeah. to midfield to right back and I'm just there to make up the numbers and then I actually thought to myself one day I come home and had a conversation with my dad and I spoke to my dad and I said to my dad oh is that me in centre half in the middle of back three and I can't see that do you know one of them and he went listen he said if he's going to have you there 
do what you can, do the best you can, be the best player you can be as much as you can and give the best version of yourself. So I was like, Brilliant. yeah, you bang on, bang on. So I tried my best every single day. So I was there more and more and he's put me there more yeah. and more. And it, it weren't really a conversation. Loads of people say to me, did he pull you in? Did he sit you down? And it wasn't really that. And then we played Werder Bremen, didn't we? First first game pre-season. That's true, was it? Yeah, in Austria. And I played there and I played 90. And it was kind of like from there, we just carried on. It was good. Did you play well or did you feel like you had to sort of find your <laughs> way there? I loved it. I loved it. I, I felt... It's a great, great position. It's centre of a three. It's it's brilliant. It, it's brilliant because also because I like to speak on the pitch and because I like to organise a little bit and I try and get pe- I try and help people so they can help me. It, it just suited me, mate. It just suited me a little bit. And the game itself, I always remember the game. It was on like a dead narrow pitch. That helped me, so I didn't have to run too much. <laughs> and I learned it a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Bore I loved it, mate. Honestly, really enjoyed it. Loved it. My, my impressions of when you first went back. I think there's probably two key things which I would have seen and Nuno would have seen as well that. First was the organisation, because you can see the whole pitch and you're naturally very vocal, so you can yeah. organise what's in front of you, which is only going to help. Mm. But then also, your ability at switching the ball. Obviously, yeah. back they used to do it so much. Yeah. Coming in off the, the left-hand side in yeah. particular, getting off the left centre half, and then taking one touch and hitting like yeah, a low-flighted yeah. ball to dock. It used to get us out so quickly. The change of, from, say, the left-hand side to the right side, taking out all of the opposition's play just in one pass. And yeah. You were doing that a lot, weren't you? Yeah. In, just in the sessions. Because I think yeah. in the sessions we did, it was never full pitch. It was only kind of no, like short pitch. It was like a third, wasn't it? Like a third so of the pitch. Hit, you yeah. had to hit that ball yeah, really yeah, yeah. all the time. So would that yeah. be wing-backs you're going into there? Yeah, so, so yeah. It, it's like, we used to do a session with, it was only mannequins, mate, like in the middle third of the pitch. Yeah. So it was mannequins on each side and it, you had to break the mannequins. Yeah. I don't know if you ever remember it. And it'd be 11 v 11. And, but it was, all, it was a shorter pitch. So yeah. it's obviously be, your body's everywhere, do you know what I mean? And it was kind of as soon as it comes to me, just try and do it as quick as you can. So and what do you prefer then, Con? Coming from the left-hand side to go back foot to hit that one? That, yeah. Because yeah. that one's difficult, isn't it? When it comes from the, right, the right winger. Yeah, that was that was always the pass that I Going enjoyed. across your body. I, 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 I always had like, because I was quite close to Doc as well, he's, 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 I always he's say this. so intelligent. Oh, mate, I, I always say this to this day. His run made my pass, mate. Because his run was so on the money every yeah. time. It just had to be a pass into a space. Because he would be there no matter yeah. what. I had such a... Such a camaraderie, such such a feeling with him. Whereas if I played it, he was going to get it. Yeah, yeah. And he was so so like you said, that though he was so intelligent to that run mate, wasn't he? He was yeah. really good. At it, it was different to any other centre half you've seen hit that pass. Usually centre half will hit a, yeah. a high flighted one, but this was like drill. It, it wasn't low. It was above head height, but not far above head height, was it? It's sort yeah. of like ten foot in the air, yeah. all the way power. But the ability just to take the other team out of the game straight away, and yeah. then it was bam. Yeah, it was in, weren't we? And with attack, and with attack, attack. that beats yeah. the first press and second press. It does, or? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what. So going back to my original point, you're talking and that. Pass in particular, yeah. I think he thought, "Wow, let's yeah. roll with this," and yeah, then it yeah. just, yeah, no, it, it, it was good though, mate, wasn't it? Because we yeah. could, I think we could feel, I think we could feel something as a team that we were onto something. I really do. I, th- I think we felt it from quite early on. If I'm being honest with you, and it was like I said, from the first day you came in, you kind of got the impression that he wanted to do something with us, and obviously it was okay. Didn't have a great preseason though, did we? Results wise, no. Oh, shocking, <laughs> mate. Remember, we come back and got tonked by Shrewsbury. Yeah, Shrewsbury battered us, didn't we? Tough place to go, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Shrewsbury battered. We come back from Australia. Shrewsbury battered. Ruben, it was Ruben's first game. Ruben Nevers' first game in England, and he got absolutely smashed in it. But remember, 10 when went in, off injured, and he had to go off. And honestly, oh, I told the story the other day. I think it was on Five Live or something. He went off, and I was thinking to myself, "This fella." Honestly, yeah. well, I can yeah. say this now. He's one of my best mates. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know when. Shrewsby are flying into you, yeah, and, and, they, did, oh, and they, yeah. they were bang on you. By the way, they battered us, battered yeah. us. And then and Ruben got absolutely warped. It's his first game, first couple of training times. I'm thinking, would he come for 15 mil as well? Wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's 15, 15 mil. Is English football going to be for him? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, you, you, that, that, that's the thing you think yeah, of. I think it's a natural thing to think of. But then obviously, he's coming. He did all right. I hit me ways. Got that one right. I hit me ways. Like, yeah, but what a player. Yeah, class, class. So, next, the championship. At that time, was going into excited, mm. but 
probably wouldn't have expected it to be as successful as what it was. No, certainly not, mate. I don't think I don't think any of us thought it was going to be as, as successful. If I'm being honest with you, I thought from the first couple of games when we played when we played Derby, Derby was a big one. First one we played Middlesbrough. Yeah. I think he was involved in that way. Yeah, 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 we played Middlesbrough at home and we won one nil. I don't think we were great from what I can remember. And then we played Derby second game, and I'll always remember being sat on the bus after the game and Doc being on the bus. You know how what Doc could be like. And he went, we're going up. We are getting put. This is two games in, by the way. Two games in, by the way. We're on the back of the bus and Doc's going, we are going up. We're getting out of this league this year. And he was so confident, honestly, because we're not one at Member Derby. Derby used to talk us, mate, didn't he? Remember some of the results, mate? Mate, We used to get beat like three and fours at Derby. Honestly, it was tough, weren't it? Remember Chris Martins and people like this used to play with them. I've been playing right back there and Johnny Russell torn me apart, mate. Oh, torn me apart. So to go there and win was massive for us. I remember we played really, Barry Douglas score and Cav, I think it was. Yeah. And we were good. Played really, really well. So I think we never expected it to be as successful, but it was inc- it, the whole thing was incredible, mate. Yeah, it was incredible. And you kind of run away of it a little bit towards the end, but there were some, some big moments in that season which kind of propelled you, weren't they? Were they yeah. some of your highs? Yeah. So I, think of, I think of the games, like the, yeah. the Cardiff game and oh, things like that. Mate. Is that the nine, nine men? That was, so that, that was Middlesbrough. Oh, yeah. So there was a few at Edo's, right? There's a few in that scene that I look back on a goal. The, the games come at the right time because it gave us a chance to really get away from somebody. So uh, the first one was Bristol City. Play Bristol. Remember Benno scoring oh, against Bristol yeah. City? So we yeah, played Bristol City. Danny got sent off early doors, Danny Bath. So we got sent off early doors. We went 1-0 down. And I don't know if this ever come out, but Nuno and Lee Johnson had a little bit of... Little bit of need, didn't know, there's a little bit of needle there. You could feel yeah, it before yeah. the game. I think Lee Johnson came out before the game and said something. The whole league wants us to win. So Wolves don't run away with it. And I think that irked Nuno and the club a little yeah. bit. It was kind of like, the whole league don't want you to win. I'm not having that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was kind of putting pressure on different things. So I remember the team talk before the game, before that game, and Nuno was like dead strong in how he was saying that we need to win this because he's come out and said this. And it was kind of all the lads were like, you could feel him in the hotel in the meeting before. So we played that game, we went down 10 minutes, got, went 1 0 down. And then Doc went clean through and goal, 1v1. Keeper brought him down, got sent off. And we scored off the result in free kick, 1-0. And then Nuno got sent to the stands. He got sent off. So he's up in the stands watching it in one of the boxes. I don't know if you remember the video. Yeah. And last minute of the game, Barry Douglas whips in a free kick. Ryan Bennett, like, back post, Edda, 2-1, win the game. Everyone goes busy, crowds on the pitch. Oh, the whole lot. Nuno's in the box, giving it a punch. And somehow, <laughs> somehow, <laughs> fellas nudging him. him. Somehow, <laughs> fellas nudging <laughs> him. Like, <laughs> Honestly, everything was just incredible. Brilliant. So again, Bristol City were flying at that point. Yeah. And they, they were kind of creeping. Do you know what I mean? And that kind of gave us a little bit of breathing space from them. And then they kind of fell away a little bit. And then we look, we, you talk about the Millsborough game. We went down yeah. to... Again, we hadn't been to Millbrown one in, I think it was oh, 60, it 65 yeah. years, mate, 70 years, something mad. So it was so hard to go there. We knew how tough it was going there. But the good thing about that season was, because we had so many new players who probably hadn't played in the league, none of them knew about these things. Yeah. So it was kind of just a game to them. Do you know what I mean? Where someone like me, or if you were playing Edward yeah. or Danny and different things, it was kind of like, yeah. Middlesbrough's hard. Got bad memories. Middlesbrough's yeah. tough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To get a win here is tough. But them lads were just like, butter away. Let's Almost took on. the emotion out yeah, of it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Let's just crack on and let's play. And that was what it was like. Maybe we went 2 0 up early doors and then. Ruben ended up getting sent off. Doc ended up getting sent off. And literally, we were defending on our six-yard box, mate. Come to the end of the game. Do you know what I mean? We were just... Adam obviously signed for us the year later. Yeah. And we were just booting him, mate. We were just whacking him more game <laughs> just to stop him. <laughs> Honest to God, lads were just taking yellows left, right and centre. And he scored late on. But to hold out for that, that was a bit... That, that was a big week, that. Because we had a... We played... Obviously, we missed Doc and Ruben then for the next game. Hull that week on the Tuesday. And we had a young lad playing the game, Oscar Beer. Do you remember Oscar yeah, Beer? Yeah. He scored at Edda in the game and he'll be remembered for that goal. He'll be drew to yeah. all, we're getting beat 2-1. He scored last minute, Edda. And then we played Cardiff on the Friday, who was second. And Fly, if they'd have won, I think they'd have gone a point or two behind us. 
again, it's the John Ruddy game. Like I talk about Unreal. it, it's the John Ruddy game. It, I've never known an ending to a game like it in my life, mate. Honestly, I give a penalty away, and it was just Ruben, Ru- has, Ruben has scored a world before Ru- this. Ruben, st- Ruben stuck a free kick in the top bin, and honest to God, mate, I thought it was a complete like Wolves away performance. We scored, we defended, we were together, we were compact, we were solid. Everything that we were good at, we done. And then the last five, six minutes of the game, Mike Dean was referee, so you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. But Mike Dean just mad at him. So we give two penalties away. I give one away. John saves it. Then another penalty goes and it's the bar. And it was just manic. Do you know what I mean? And everything just kicked off after. And you'll know where they about, like obviously playing for, and getting promoted for the club. But on the on the bus after the game, it was more mentally tired, mate. Just mentally, we were knackered from that week. It wasn't really the legs. It was just mentally we laid in. We just went. Gaffer gives a few days off after that game. We needed just to rest our heads because it was such a big week yeah, for us. Right. Yeah, the self yeah. self belief from that week. It was huge, yeah. I, I, we were nearly there at that point. We were nearly there. And I remember, I think Derby come after that, if I made the Ruben goal. Yeah. And again, Derby was such a tough game for us. And we, we beat them 2-0 at home. And then I think from that game onwards, I think we knew we're there now. We're there. We, no, we wouldn't say it at the time. I mean, you never go and say it at the time, but we kind of knew we're, we're nearly there now. It's, it's, it's nearly done, yeah. Tell us about your memories of that goal. Ruben's? Yeah. Oh, behind it, mate. I'll be honest with you, yeah, I... I you obviously speak about Helder quite a lot, don't you, Ed? Obviously yeah, yeah, playing with Helder. Yeah. Ruben's the best player I've played with in terms of ability and talent. And he's he's one of my best mates as well, if I'm being honest with you, so I'm probably a little bit biased. But the talent he has, the way he can strike a ball, how clever he is playing football, the way he can pass a ball, his technique, everything that he's got. And I was right behind the, the volley. His first touch is poor, by the way. His first, yeah. Don't let him tell you <laughs> yeah. meant his first touch. His first touch but, wait, miles wait, wait, off it. Oh, yeah, 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 miles yeah. off it. He meant to put it on the floor. <laughs> Honest to God, miles off the first touch. So obviously, first touch goes up. You're thinking. I remember thinking at the time he's going to hit this, and he hit it. And you know, it's one of them. That's probably the only thing he could do at that. Yeah, hundred percent. You can only hit it, and you just know, don't you? You know, when someone strikes a ball, unbelievable, unbelievable strike. Oh, what a, what a goal! Honest to God, I've, ne- I've never seen a goal like it and live. And I ran off. I was more happy than him. If you see the celebration, <laughs> he's kind of cool as put into his head like he does when he scores. And I'm going mad. I'm like, this is incredible. What a goal. Yeah. Honest to God, what a goal. Incredible, mate. What a player. Because a big, obviously big year for you. What? And we've touched on it with Dave. What are key ingredients then in and around the championship, do you think? Do you know what I thought? I thought the biggest thing was for us, mate, that time was that we never changed. We got better at what we were good at. Do you know what I mean? I know that yeah. might sound a bit daft, but we were good at playing a certain way. And the gaffer gave us a chance to get better at it. So, you know, rather than changing week on week, we used to do it a lot under Paul Lambert. So we'd focus so much on the other team. So the other team would play 4-3-3. So we'd have to play something to adapt to how they were playing. Yeah. We never, ever done that. And it's like that's now under the gaffer now as well, to be honest with you. We've got a certain way of playing and it gives us the best possible chance to get better at that way. Because I think if you're changing week in, week out, how can you get better at that one thing when you're only working on it a few days going into a game? Absolutely. So... He, he was so big on that and it's exactly the same under the gaffer now the gaffer now is fantastic for it as well but that was what was so big that scene I think a lot of teams were changing because of the way we were playing yeah. but we were just getting better and getting better and getting better at three at the back five at the back and we were just improving week on week whereas teams were coming to us and trying to play a different way to try and catch us out but we were giving ourselves the best chance to improve and I thought that was a massive factor in why we've done so well that season if I'm being honest with you You just touched on it there you're saying like the opposition will look at you and change what they're doing to try and combat you. So, but you're not doing that. Yeah. So how do you combat the opposition? Because obviously you've got like, this is our theme. This is our game yeah. strategy. This is how we're going about playing this game. Yeah. Every game. How do you combat those problems then that the opposition have? Do you just, just do that within your formation and within your game strategy? Yeah, that was that was what it was about. Sticking to the same formation. We, we, I remember that season, we never ever changed. We might have changed to a three in midfield at one point. We might have gone back to a two, but the three never changed. I always remember... 
he used to say we were very defensive. I'll be honest, we were a very defensive team. We were a counter-attack team. Maybe a little bit different in the championship because... And more of the ball in the championship. Yeah, because you have more of the ball. The Premier League becomes different. But we were a defensive side. And I always remember him saying about the five. The five was his wall. He used to say, so the five's in, so when we're defending, it's a wall. When we've got the ball, it's a net. So we'd say, your, net, your net's always there for you, no matter what. Your net is your security. Your net's your insurance. Your net will never, ever leave you. So you'd have Doc, you'd have two full-backs, you'd have a middle of a centre-half, it would be me, and a left-back. And that was your net of the whole pitch, and everyone else would then go and play. And it was never net. We would always look at the other team, of course we would, because we respected every, every course, team yeah. we played against. But we were so determined to improve, us, improve ourselves as a team that... We just do the same things every single day. Yeah, I remember playing, obviously I'd moved on at this point and yeah. I was at Reading. Yeah. I remember coming to Molyneux and we were doing exactly what you've just said. We're trying yeah. to work out ways that we can stop you playing. Mm. So we're thinking of different formations and things like that. But playing against you, it just felt like you had too many weapons. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You had too many ways you could hurt us. Yeah. We, we got beat 3-0 and they absolutely bat us. But it just felt like even if we st- stopped Ruben playing, yeah. you've got... Jota. Yeah. You stop Jota, you got Cavalero, yeah. you got Helder coming off the bench. You, know yeah. I mean? you had Doc scoring goals after goals. Barry Dub- Douglas could put best cross best yeah. cross in the game. It just felt like he had too much for yeah. the championship. They, they, they kind of ticked every box, to be fair, mate. Even with the signings that they made in the summer. You look at Barry, so if you're having a bit of an off game, for example, Barry Douglas could whip in a free kick. Barry Douglas could put a, yeah. a, a corner on a sixpence for Big yeah. Danny to go and header or whatever that may be, do you know what I mean? Whoever that was playing. So ways to win. Yeah, so we had we had so many different tools with inside the thing. So if, if you stopped a certain player, you then start switching the play a little bit more to Doc and to Baz. Yeah. If you then match us up with five at the back, you play a little bit more through the middle. It was like cat and mouse at times, do you know yeah. what I mean? So if a team would then come and press you, you'd flip it in behind. The gaffer wouldn't mind flipping it in behind either. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't so so hung up on keeping the ball and playing and ticky tack and all this sort of stuff. Go and press you, flip it. Let's run. Do you know what I mean? Let's get after him. So there were so many different ways of playing that season, mate. Yeah, I know what you're saying there. What was that like, Dave, coming back then? That season? I didn't realise you I didn't realise you'd come back with red. Did you get a good reception, mate? Did you get a good, you must have I a good did, reception, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, yeah. Fans were great, mate. It was a bit of a strange yeah. one because I don't know if you remember this goes, but I was obviously one of the first games I say I've been at Red about two or three games. We played Wolves at at Reading. Yeah, I remember 2-0 Doc scored, didn't he? Doc yeah, scored, yeah. And yeah. you guys filled out the away in the Medeski. Yeah. And I got a good reception then. But then when I was desperate to come back and play at Molyneux. Yeah. And we travelled up the night before one of the games and it was snowing. And then the game right. got called off. I don't right. know if you remember the game okay, got called I think off. I do, yeah. So I felt like that moment had gone. Yeah. But it actually worked out for me because I was going to be on the bench that game. So then we've gone back down. But then I played the following okay, game. Yeah. It was a night game. But loved the occasion because it's nice being back and say got a good reception. But five minutes into the game, hated it. Just because we were getting, getting battered. Yeah. Are, we, are we up yeah. against him? So it'd be against. Neves. Um, <laughs> Romain was playing midfield then, wasn't he? Yeah, he played centre mid. Yeah, he played centre um, mid. Yeah, yeah. But I was having a bit more licence to go as well as playing more of an attacking midfielder. So you'd, I'd end up getting pulled out into areas where I'm pressing Coes or Willy Bolly and you're pressing them knowing you're not getting the ball. That's disheartening. That's what it yeah. felt like. I'm yeah. pressing big big Willy Bolly yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking he's just going to chop me or play codes or he's got easy passes on everywhere yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean options yeah. everywhere so um, yeah it was disheartening but great occasion but you you were I think it's one of the best teams to have won the championship I really do in terms of players you had on the pitch the way you played yeah. I know Reading when they did they get the record yeah they got the record they had yeah, a great yeah. team yeah. I think Wolves are right up there with yeah. them from that year I think a big, a big disappointment in it was for us mate we played some last game of the season I don't know if you remember the game, yeah, mate. Yeah. Uh, we played Sunderland last game of the season and could have gone over 100 points. And it was big for us that because we were, we, we were all, we wanted to, we said to ourselves, we always want to play for something. So even when we got promoted, we then wanted to go and win the league. And then we won the league. I remember coming in the week after and we were all thinking, he's going to give us a bit of a chill here. Do you know what I mean? And he was bang on it. Like, 
bang on it. He was saying, I want to get over 100 points. I want to go. So we were always playing for something. So we played Sunderland last game of the season and they've just been reloaded. So he changed John. John had to have a bit of an operation. So he only changed, he only made like one change. It was a keeper. And we're thinking going there, oh, we'll be fine here. We could have got 102 points. I think we finished on 99. And Sunderland were incredible. Incredible. They played a load of kids. And they tonked us 3 0. <laughs> it was roasting hot. This is nowhere like it was roasting hot. And we went there thinking, yeah, it's be fine. Yeah. And it, again, we go back to a mentality thing, do you know what I mean? Thinking yeah. it was going to be all right. Yeah. And it was our own fault. And don't get me wrong, it was hard to get out of that mode of, oh, we've won the league. Yeah, it was hard to get out of that. But that is a, that is a little bit of a regret because it would, it would have been nice as a club and as a team saying the championships get promoted from the, to the Premier yeah. League with over 100 points. And by the way, Sunderland were top, top. They battered us. On, and I mean, it could have been five. Honestly, God, they battered us. It was, it was just dead weird. Dead, dead weird. But then after that, we had the parade and different things. It was amazing. But Yeah, talk to us about the celebrations then. You don't drink, do you? No, I don't drink. And do you know what? Majority of our boys don't drink, so it's probably not what know. it would have been if you and Danny don't and Ken back were there, mate. It would have probably been a bit different. <laughs> it would have probably been a bit different if, uh, if you boys were there. But no, quite a lot of the boys don't drink. So we had a bit of, We went to... Yeah, we went to Vegas. So Vegas was the top draw, mate. Honestly, what a place! How times moved on. Like, oh, we went. We went. We used to go We did. What a place! Honestly, what one of the best. And it was incredible because we had the parade and Wolves is massive in it for football. Yeah. You know yourself, mate. Incredible support, incredible crowd, and that day will live me forever because it was just a sea of Wolves fans, a sea of gold and yeah, black, yeah. and just the trophy and the medal and the lads together. And we we went into West Park and there was just thousands, mate. Thousands of people we were on stage. And thousands of people singing songs. And it was just. It was incredible. So then straight after that, we had like the awards evening and different things. Then we went to Vegas the next morning and it was just, we spent four or five days in Vegas, whatever it was. And amazing, man. Brilliant. Just yeah. amazing, man. Just awesome. memories for life, do you know what I mean? Lads together. All the lads yeah. goes Everyone. to Vegas. Met Portuguese boys, do you know what I mean? No, no wives, anything. All no the lads, yeah. And, and, and by the way, like the lads don't really drink, like none of them. Do you know what I mean? There's a few lads who drink, Danny and different people yeah. were there, but... Not many lads drink and like Diogo was quiet as a mouse. Do you know what I mean? What a fella. Lovely fella. What a player. And honestly, honestly, love the roulette table. Do you know what I mean? Love the roulette tables. And we come in in the morning. He'd be on the roulette table. We go back out, and he'd be on the roulette table. <laughs> amazing, mate. Amazing. But yeah, incredible memories. Yeah. I told these boys when when I when those boys first came in. So Ruben came in, yeah. and and Jota. I always thought Jota was the one, and I thought, wow, he is. Yeah, you said that. Didn't I you? said what he was the one in training most. Ruben did some amazing <laughs> things. I said I was only there maybe a month yeah. or so, but Jota, he just. The way he would bounce off people. How direct was he, mate? Direct, oh. good in the air, but just didn't have anything about him in terms of tricks or anything like that. Yeah. It was just efficient with his yeah, football, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? Everything. And you know what, mate? Loads of people said to me, because I've got like lots of Liverpool fans who are friends yeah. and different things on me mates. And and you know when he signed him, it was kind of oh, like yeah. it was kind of like, what's Jota like? Yeah. And everybody thought no one thought he's getting the game. No. And, I'm, and I'm saying, listen, he is top. Like, to- and I mean top, and I think he can go again. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. honestly my my honest opinion of him because I think he's fantastic. But everything that Edo's just said there, he's bang on. Just his legs. He used to do Nordic. Have you heard of Nordics? Yeah. Oh, Nordic. So Nordics come down and go back up and just Nord- doing Nordics like this. I think. Honestly, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't get mean Nordics. Just mean like. So, like, Nordics are like where someone holds onto your feet, aren't they? And then you've got to go down, like, kind of, it, like, and you, f- and you drop four. You, you can't hold yeah, yourself. It's for your hamstrings, isn't it? Yeah, so you control your, your way down with your hamstrings. And so honestly, you can go. I'll go about two inches on Yeah, and just yeah, drop. And, you drop <laughs> and you're dropping it, your hands. He would go, mate, and up and down. Yeah. I'm thinking, this fella's a machine, do you know what I mean? But incredible footballer, mate, honestly, incredible. Because yeah. he has gone. I mean, like, I remember him saying for Liverpool, and we, and everybody said, he's not going to play, waste of time, but he is. Incredible He's footballer, mate. Honestly, honestly. Good, good lad as well. Top, but just smashes everything, doesn't he, as well? Just smashes everything. We played him the other week, didn't we? And 
he ended up going around Sarah or whatever, he ended up on the line. Oh, yeah. I and I'm that. thinking to myself, <laughs> right, he's going to smash this. Because, not because I know and I'm not being clever or nothing yeah. like that, but I'm just thinking as I get back onto the line, me and Max were on the line, yeah, Max yeah. Kilman. Yeah. And it's in the heat of the moment and everything. And he's running towards goal. And as he's running towards goal, I'm on the line. And my ankle was hanging off. And he's running towards goal. I'm thinking he's going to smash this because he doesn't place it. He doesn't yeah, use the side of his foot. He just smashes it. So I'm thinking, I'm not going to move. I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> and I'm going to see if it hits me. And it hit me and he smashed it, mate. And I said to him after the game, why have you not just passed that into the corner? And he went, because I thought you were going to move. <laughs> but I knew, but I yeah. knew straight away he was going to smack because that's yeah. all he does. And he scores so many doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fantastic footballer, but brilliant person as well, mate. Yeah. That's good to hear because you hear all the people. Sky and match of the day talking about Coase's defending them. Oh, he's read him so well there. He just says he shuts his eyes. <laughs> Get back on the line. Make myself as big as I can. Just, yes, hit me now. Let's get away. I know you've yeah. seen none of the la- none of the lads um, these days really drink, but obviously back in the day, Dave and a few of the boys did. Yeah. What told me about Dave in Austria? And you had to look after him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was good now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a pizza. I've got a pizza. Okay. Oh, you have to send him to send him to bar that big mate size yeah. of our heads and that. Yeah, but we, we had a day off, didn't we? Yeah, we had a day off. You know, get out in there, Dave. You don't play for him anymore. You're not, get, you're not getting a move back, Dave. Yeah, you're, 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 you're not getting back in that seven, oh, Dave. Honestly, so we uh, we found out about this top of a mountain. There's these things at the top of a mountain. Remember the big ride that took us back? You were scared, weren't you? Oh, I hated it, mate. So we went to this top of a mountain. The gaffer didn't know what we were going out like. So obviously, the English boys, there's me, Edo, Benno, John. Do you mean all just thought lads just wanted to have a bit of a drink in there? Harry Burgoyne. Danny Burgoyne, yeah, there's a few a few of us. And it, Barry Douglas came, there's a few yeah, of us, yeah. weren't there? And we got to the top of this mountain. We had the we had some kit man drive all the kit out there, so we banged us in the back of his van. You could feel us all going around <laughs> all the heels and that. He had cool, big man. boxes of corona in the back of his thing, and all the lads were on the corona in the back of the van and that. Gets to the top, and there's this big ride, and this ride literally took you further up the mountain. So you got on it, you were hanging forward, weren't you? Completely. So you're basically hanging, hanging like you're forward. Yeah, like you're flying. Kept in the seat and belt. it would pull you back right up to the top of the mountain and drop you. So you would then fly oh. back down the mountain. Not fast, but you would fly down the, down the mountain, wouldn't Why you? Why on earth we did that? Do you know what I mean? We, we paid and queued up for this. Yeah, but we were so excited. <laughs> all, all in our wolves gear, by the way. Yeah. All of us in our wolves gear. Yeah. So, uh, so we did it, but we just had a bit to drink and a bit of, uh, a bit of yeah, food, didn't we? I think it's the humidity, which did, mate. Yeah. And oh, Big John was guzzling it, wasn't it? Guzzling it, mate. Ben up. But then she got back to the hotel and started getting on it in the yeah, hotel. Yeah. And he said, he said, like, the gaffer walked past and I was like, like double talk as yeah. if like they were there having a drink yeah. <laughs> in the pre-season I yeah. remember we had, we had to report back for dinner and I yeah. always remember I sat next to Coach having a dinner and I just remember Coach just grabbed my leg and said Edo you're so loud <laughs> <laughs> usually I'm like quite quiet <laughs> lost all my inhibitions <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate honestly it's alright mate honestly I, I know what I'm doing I know this, what I'm this is what it was like at dinner asking everybody questions and oh. all, but dead loud see all the stuff brilliant. like that oh look at all like yeah. Yeah. he's had a few yeah. you know what I mean? he's had a few that was brilliant honestly but I remember, do you remember the kit man bringing us back in the back of the van yeah. all the lads yeah, on the yeah. coronas in the back we could hear all the coronas flying because all they're all like country roads weren't yeah. they all the lads go <laughs> I love it love it that. Honestly, brilliant. That is good, man. It's good. <laughs> so, Premier League next. Yeah. I always thought, and going back on to how good I thought you boys were in the Championship, I would tell everyone, you'll do well in the Premier League as well. Not like a lot of teams, you don't know how they'll do, but I knew you would be mid-table minimum, just with what you had there, the, the players you already had in the Championship, but then you went and got yeah. Matinho. Matinho, yeah. Johnny. Patricio. Johnny, Johnny. Otto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raul. Like, Raul, Raul came in, yeah, yeah, Raul came in, yeah. They quite you, fancied going at that season, though, weren't they? But, you know, normally, the, yeah. the teams coming up normally get written off. No one was writing yeah, worlds no. off, were they? Do, do you know, again, again, I think I go back to, I think the biggest thing was that he, he stuck to his principles. He stuck to his beliefs. I think it would have been easy for a manager to really come into the Premier League and, and panic a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I always remember a conversation at the end of the, end of the championship season I had with him where he kept me on the pitch for ages and he said, right, we need to start focusing on next season now. And I was like, yeah. And he said, 
the line can't be as high and different things. And this is where I go back to being a defensive team. He was going, the line can't be as high. So we stood on a pitch at the training ground at Compton and he, he pulled me up to the top of the pitch by the halfway. He said, what happens if you stand here and you're playing against Mane and Salah? So I said, I'm just going to run in there, aren't you? So he went, exactly. He said, so why would you stand there? He said, the line needs to be deeper next mm-hmm. year. He said, we can't be as high as what we've been. He said, you have to be deeper. And I think that was the... The thing he, he was keeping the five up, that was always staying, but that was what he had in his head saying, We can't give people spacing behind us because we'll, they'll kill us. They'll kill us. So we've got to be more pragmatic. We've got to be a little bit more focused and switched on to what we're doing and who we're playing against. And I think that was a big part of it as well. So, but I think that was a big, big thing, sticking to his principles and sticking to his beliefs because I think it would have been easy just to flip and go, Right now we start playing a four or now we start doing this. And it would have been even harder. And the players he brought in, any yeah. massive standouts? Was any of them you thought, <sighs> Wow, this is. Like- Matinho. Matinho, Matinho come in and listen. I think I, I think when they all come in, mate, I think it was a little bit of a good. This yeah. this is good. This this is right. This is like Raul coming in was was special. Do you know what I mean? I remember being linked with him and watching him. I think I don't know was it the World Cup that year. The World Cup, yeah, you said it was the World Cup, yeah, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. And he was at the World Cup with Mexico. Yeah. So I remember thinking, oh, I'll have a little watch around yeah. the World Cup and different things. Johnny came in. We obviously lost Baz and different things. So they were important signings, really important signings. But when Matinho came in, you go. Yeah, this well, was the one. What, what was he like? Nah, just just special, mate. Just special. Smelt a million as well. <laughs> <laughs> Came in and just. And I remember his first session, right? Good and looking fellow. Oh, as well, yeah. just just a million tans, just looking great. And he came in and he trained with his laces undone. Honestly, <laughs> this is nowhere to lie with his laces undone. I, I don't know if I told him. Trained with his laces undone. I'm thinking this fella's a joke. Honestly, this is he's a proper player. It must have been only been a light session, but even like be lace. I never dream of doing yeah. it with laces undone. I'd, do you know what I mean? I remember sitting at the end of the train, we were having a bit of a stretch, like cooling down. And, you know, we trying to make conversations. So, where are you thinking about living? I'm thinking, I'm asking this fellow where he's thinking about living. In. Do you know what I mean? Just live in Monaco. Just live in Monaco. Come and stop at mine. Come and stop yeah, at mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come and stop at me and Lon as well. Yeah, like a squashies or something. But, ah, uh, oh, mate, what, what, what a player, what a sound. And how good, like, how good's he been for us? And yeah. even now, mate, I think he's 35 right, and he's smashing it every single week, fit as a fiddle, going and going and going. Do you know what I mean? So, incredible football. Yeah, he was a big one. Even at his age, like I, I felt my legs going at probably thirty two, thirty three. But I watched Matinho play. The amount of times he wins the ball back, I mean, he's so doesn't sharp, stop isn't me, it? Does he? Doesn't stop him. He gets that many interceptions yeah. and in, and tackles a game. It, it, it's remarkable, mate. What he's like, and mate, you want to see him at head tennis? I've <laughs> never seen a fella play head tennis like it in my life. Honestly, you can't beat him. Honestly, <laughs> God, if he plays head tennis, he go like you do twos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If him and Neto or him and Nevers go together. You're dead, mate. It's like six, seven. <laughs> Honest to God, mate, he's incredible. Be fair, me and, me and Sam haven't lost since '94. We, 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 <laughs> just let them know. Just let, let them know if they want a game. Like we're yeah. in, are we? Yeah. Honest, honest to God, mate, you can't can't beat them. Incredible. Honestly, love that. So obviously, then all of these players are coming in, Con. Yeah. And you, are you thinking we've obviously gone to the Premier League now? Yeah. Is there another? Is there a centre half coming in? Is there? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, because we we had this conversation with you, Dave, when you got promoted to the Premier League, didn't you? And it's obviously got to be in the back of your mind a little bit, without but he's obviously stuck with you. Yeah. Testament to you, obviously. Yeah, without a doubt. And then I, always, I, like I said, the biggest thing for us was sticking to what we knew. That was a that was a massive part of it. But then when we first go up, you think, what are you looking at here? You can go and do what you want. I mean, go and buy who you want, go and sign who you want because they can do. The club are in a position to to do so now, and you're always worrying. It's always in the back of your head. But then you think to yourself, if I get the chance, I'm I'm gonna give it the best I can to yeah. keep hold of it. And, I don't think we signed. We never signed a centre half. Ben, Ben, okay, Ben was before that, yeah, weren't he? Yeah. So I, I don't think we signed a centre half, and he stuck with what he knew, and it helped us, mate. I'll be honest with you. There was that continuity. That, Absolutely. That yeah. the continuity was was brilliant. There wasn't that that thought in the back of your head thinking, "Oh, so and so is coming in." And he's got. 
there was just continuity. We was always playing with each other. It was the same people from the championship, and that was so big for us going into it, mate. And there's a lot to be said for that, isn't there? Like you say, it's, it's all well and good getting like what you perceive to be better players in. But if you stick with what you've got, that continuity, that often like, I, I has a better clever, effect. I think it's I think it's clever. I think a lot of people forget that. I think we kept put 24 clean sheets in the championship yeah. when, the year before. Do you know what I mean? It's a yeah. lot. And I think if you were to bring someone in who then takes even Bolly's place or mm. Benno's place, I think they can then look at themselves and go, a little bit hard done by there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I've done everything I can to do this, do that, get the most clean sheets in the champ. Surely I, I get a chance. And yeah. then it's up to me to try and, well, up to me to lose that. But yeah, I... I it's it's clever. It's clever management for me. It's clever. It's, it's been a clever club. Not, he he not was wanted. a little bit ruthless though. With two that come to mind, obviously John, big John Ruddy, twenty four yeah. clean sheets. Yeah, but he brings in Rui Patricio, which yeah. John's probably just thought because oh, you have got to be yeah. ruthless as I've, well, haven't you? Uh, do you know what? Barry I've, Douglas was the one though. I thought <laughs> yeah, really ruthless, really ruthless, and then but then again, jo- Johnny yeah. come in and Johnny come in. And jo- Johnny's incredible, mate. Honestly, what a fantastic footballer! I Johnny remember is. at the time the fans were like yeah. Yeah, especially because Johnny was right footed. He was so good, and he's brought in. Especially because Johnny was right footed as well. Johnny, a right right footed left back. But John was John was the one. It it was tough for the big fella because he was so good, mate. He he is the one goalkeeper. I'd say he's the best goalkeeper I played with in terms of his physicality, his presence of having him behind. He was incredible, mate. What he'd done in the championship season was amazing, and it was a real tough one on the big fella that because I thought he deserved his chance to obviously go and play in the Premier League again. So it was a real tough one. But like I said, I go back to. So obviously the centre-half situation, I, I just think it was being clever from the club and clever management to say, no, we stick with what we've got, we stay with it, we keep going and we co- the continuity stays and it worked for us a little bit. Yeah. So you never worried about your place or anything like that? When we first went up, yeah. When we first went up, you always think who they're going to bring in, but then it was up to me to perform and yeah. I make sure I'm performing and give the best version of myself every single day and I made sure I'd done that and I'm, I'm still doing that now as much as I can, to be honest. And you were rewarded, weren't you? So, which obviously you've capitalised on, but you also made the captain then. Yeah. Is that yeah. Right? The captain, well, you were... Yeah, it was like so. So me, it was like me and Dan weren't it. Yeah. So when Dan never played, I was captain yeah. of, the, of, of of the team then, and it was such a privilege, mate. Honestly, what, what was it like? Do you know what I mean? Captain the club's oh, amazing, and mate, and it's 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 incredible. Because it brings so many responsibilities. Yeah, it's, People it, see what I, it is on the it, pitch. It's but. the greatest role ever, mate. Honestly, I love it. I love every bit about it. And then it become hard. I'll tell you, the hardest point I've had was in lockdown, mate. Because <laughs> the amount of video calls and meetings you were going on for all kinds that was happening was mad. But honest to God, the the best role. And when I got given it, it was such a privilege, mate. Honestly, because. I was just trying to learn. I learned so much from Dan because he was a fantastic captain, mate, for, yeah. for me individually, for us, Wayne. He was a brilliant yeah, person, a great fella. But even the other players I play with in the dressing room, Keems, Edo, do you know what I mean? All these players were massive for me and so I learned so much from them that when I got it, mate, it was such a privilege. Yeah, I love every minute of it. Yeah. And that, so they've played a part in you getting that role and obviously you, you've, listen, you, you have to, you know, take the accolades for that, but the things that you've learned over the years. Oh, w- without a doubt, mate, I played on, I played, uh, remember Mark Hudson? So yeah, I yeah. played on the hoodie at Huddersfield as well. What a captain he was. Absolutely right up there with yeah. the, the lads I've just mentioned because, and not even just from Wolves, just from the clubs I played at previously, I've tried to take everything from all of them just to try and adapt it to, to how out the football's changed. Now, young lads have, young lads are a little bit different coming through and I think you've got to speak to them a little bit differently. And it's try more and complicated, try, con, yeah, isn't and, it? And, and try and get the best out of them, yeah, because yeah. you want to try and make them feel at home when they come up. You want them to help you, do you know what I mean? So, but I love every minute of it. It's so, mate, honest to God, it's such an incredible role. I love it, yeah. And you've touched on, obviously, having to deal with the lockdown stuff, but obviously as well, you've got different cultures to be dealing with. You've got different lads who are away from home. I mean, there's so much to go into that, to being a captain and what what it means to be a captain and the roles and responsibilities that you've got. Yeah, I'm, I, I'll be honest with you, mate. I'm really lucky as well that I'm, I'm part of the dressing room I am. I've got there's players in our dressing room who help me as much as I help them and, yeah. and that's the God's honest truth, mate. So I'm so, so lucky to be part of the dressing room I'm in. 
But at the same time, yeah, it's, it's it's trying to bring everyone together when they come over and making sure they feel welcome. Do you know what I mean? That they can come to me for anything, that they can come to the club for anything. Helping them settle in and yeah, stuff. of course, and mate. It helps that we've got, obviously, quite a lot of Portuguese boys, doesn't it? And Portuguese boys come over and, and they know each other really well. But knowing that I'm there, no matter what, I think that's a massive part of it, yeah. And there's like, obviously, as a captain, everybody will watch, you know, Sky Sports and they'll watch the Premier League. Mm. And you see different captains, don't you? And yeah. Like what springs to our minds are like, you know, you've got, I suppose you've got David Beckham, who could be a type of captain. You'd have a John yeah. Terry. So we sort of see you as almost that like John Terry type-esque, you know, is, is that, would, would it be would it be fair to say? Yeah, yeah. I, I try and talk as much as I can, mate. I try and let people know that I'm there to help. That, that, that's the biggest thing for me. Like, around the club, whether it be at the club, they know that they can drop me a message whenever they want. And even when I play a science for a club, I, I try and make it, Try and make it where I drop them a text before they've even signed. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so they know they've got a friendly face as soon as they come in. Even though they will probably know a couple of the boys anyway, because obviously we sign Portuguese lads quite often. So I think it's important for that. But helping people make is the biggest thing to make to make the environment good for people to come and play. Why would you want to come to an environment that you don't like? Do you know what I mean? It'd be the worst thing in the world, wouldn't it? Imagine going to work and not like it. Oh, so absolutely. I suppose the, it's why you're so the, highly thought of. Though, it'd, be mate, the, it'd, be, it'd be the worst thing ever, mate. So I think it's important to make sure the environment's right for everybody to train right in. To be honest, love that. Yeah. Class, mate. Is that true about ringing people then and texting people? Because I've heard that before they've even before they've come over when you yeah, say yeah, yeah. No, I think I think it's important. I think it's important to do, mate. And it's it's something where I think, like I said, I, I'd hate for people. I'd hate the thought, mate. Honestly, I'd hate the thought of someone coming over nervous or panicking about a situation. I'm going to Wolves and I need to do, relax. Coming to the club, the club is such the club's so good, mate. And it? it's such an incredible football club to be a part of. And I just want people to know that when they come over, that they can just be settled and enjoy coming in. Different is it. It must be difficult with the different cultures, though, I think. So back in a captain, in our day, you'd be a captain, and like, right, you'd organise it nights out and stuff, mm. but you've got so many different cultures, different like, attitudes to life. I think it? it's picking the right nights out these days, mate, because it's not like what yeah. we want it used to be. <laughs> Believe me, it's more of a, a, a dinner and a wine. I don't know the born con, because I had to move up here from Essex, and on my first day, Sam yeah. fouled me from behind, stamped all over me, and ran Did off he? the ball. And up, you know, Do you know what I mean? It's not good enough. <laughs> I didn't get a text, I didn't get a call. Got that's not like good that. enough, that, so, is it? I didn't have a, didn't have a phone, that's why. No, massive part of it, mate. Yeah, massive part. Fantastic, mate. So they finally come on to being picked for England. I mean, talk me through that. How did you get the call? Yeah, I remember it to this day, mate. Honestly, incredible. And it was it was mad, really. I'll be honest with you, and it's probably my own doing. Since I've been playing the Premier League, I always had every England call up, at every England squad announcement. I always sat in front of the telly and watched it. Do you know what I mean? Just thinking, <laughs> I might just be in with a nod here. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, I, I might sound a bit soft saying that. Do you know what I mean? But I did. I always sat in front of the telly and Amy would be like, well, I'm just watching you and call it. Just, just in case. Just in case. Do you know what I mean? Just in case. <laughs> think, think, like, so naive thinking, I'd have had a call up before. It won't be So I'd always sit there and then this one day, exactly the same again, I watched I watched a call up on the telly. And obviously the call up had happened and then I ended up going for a walk with my little man. My little man's friend lives over the street. So I was taking him to his friends and he fell over was walking across the street and he fell over and little man's kicking off and I'm thinking, oh, so everything's going off. Got all these scooters, got my little man in one hand. Next minute, my phone's going in my pocket and I can feel it going. I'm thinking, oh, I'll ring them back, I'll ring them back. So I goes back to the house, Freddie's crying his eyes out, and passed him over to Amy. Looks at my phone, I had a text message off a number, but the number made out as if it wasn't Gareth Southgate. Right. Yeah. So it said, can you please bring Gareth Southgate back? So I put back, yeah, of course, will do. Who's this? But it was... Got a <laughs> so I'm putting back to the England manager. Who's this? So I thought I won't have to ring this this number back. So I go back to the knock, knocks on the door. Aim take Freddie. I've got to ring Gareth Southgate. So she went, what? What's, what's going on? So I said, leave me alone a minute. I'm going. To, so I start, start outside. Rings him back. Answer the phone. I Connor. Incredible, mate. Honestly, gives me goosebumps wow. now to yeah. talk about. It. Absolutely incredible. And he just he just basically said like at first he, he asked me because I've been away. It was it was a strange one, mate, because 
it was like a pre-season. The first camp was basically in a pre-season, so a lot of the lads weren't properly fit with be, being an oldie because the season went for so long the season before. So it was like a pre-season. So he just said to me, oh, how was your oldie? You've been away, blah, blah, blah. How's the family? This, that, and the other. So I was like, yeah, great. I'm thinking, yeah, you get to what yeah. you're going to tell me, like, it's not just a thought talk. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, so keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Anything you need to say, Gary. So, yeah. so then he just went to, uh, listen, he said, uh, like, we've watched you obviously over the last couple of years and you've done fantastically well and we just think now's the opportunity to obviously invite you in. So I was like, oh my God. So I, I got, I'll be honest, I'm not an emotional fella. I'm not, but it made me a little bit emotional in terms of listening to the conversation and, and thinking about the conversation and, it just went to be a, a pleasure to invite you in. I'm looking forward to working you in. And I, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. No worries, a bit speechless, to be honest. I put the phone down and I literally went and told him, um, give it a big hug and all this, and rang all my family. But the feeling of it, mate, was just, uh, you've had it, I told you, and we've wailed. But uh, it was incredible, mate. Honest to God, it was incredible. And just just the feeling of getting that was, was amazing. Yeah, something I've worked for my whole life, yeah. Amazing. What about our first training session then? Hard, mate. Like, pinball. <laughs> Nervous. Oh, but you couldn't like, be, you be as chirpy as what you normally no, are. Do you know what, mate? I'll be honest. So, before when I got when I got picked up, I'm I'm quite good friends with uh, Jamie Carragher, so I speak to him quite yeah. often, even still now. And he texts me <laughs> before, as, as you know, he's quite straight talking, and he so he just said, "Make sure you be your fucking self yeah. <laughs> going there." <laughs> yeah, right. So I just messaged him back saying, "Like, what do you mean?" So he said, "Don't shut up, don't start going into, just be yourself. Don't go there and be a different Connor, or go there and talk and demand and do what you do." And it resonated with me a little bit, if I'm being honest with you, because it kind of. He's right, why would I go there and be anyone else? Do you know what I mean? And the certain certain Connor's got me to this situation, so why would I go there and change? So I went there and tried my best to be the exact person I am with Wolves. You know what I mean? And the first training session was hard because we don't possession there, though. <laughs> Mate, honestly, it's next level. <laughs> Honest to God. It's just like everything's one touch, everything's moving. If you lose the ball, you feel like And like this is like you know, another level completely to even Wolves. Yeah, in terms of what w- Wolves is training, but I just mean in terms of Everybody's in, everybody's looking to impress. Oh, yeah, Every, yeah. It's just like everything's just bang on it. You lose it, someone's on you. You lose it, someone's on you. If you lose it, you've got to be on them. It, just the intensity in the training is ridiculous. Honestly, absolutely ridiculous. And I remember in the first training session, and I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Do you know what I mean? I was nervous. I was I was this. I was that. I was sweating. But I loved it because it was just so the standard was so high, mate. And it was just incredible to be a part of, yeah. Have you heard the Jimmy Bullard version of when he went in with... He was like, no, he's like, he played obviously against David Beckham. It was all that yeah. Skulls and Beckham yeah. and Lampard. Yeah. He's like, obviously gone in there, Jimmy Bullard. And he's, yeah. he's, I think he's had the sort of same, I can't go too Larry, because his Larry is right past yeah, it, yeah, isn't yeah. it? And he's, um, he's like, you know, I always looked at Bex and that and thought, yeah, don't get me wrong, yeah. he's a good player. He said, How good a, can he be? <laughs> yeah, how good could he be? He said that they've gone in and they've done like, a, I don't know, like a Barca box or something like that. Yeah. And he said, he said, like, it was like 70 levels above yeah. what I yeah. He said, the ball was zinging around everywhere. He's bounced off his knee. Yeah. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, Bex has got the ball, he's fizzed it into me, and he's not just gone, like, lent it to him. Yeah. He's like, fizzed it in, and it's like, like he's, like having a strike at goal, <laughs> and he's like, he's pointing, he's gone off him and that, and Bex has like looked at him and gone, are you all right? Come on, mate. Like, yeah, deal with it. Jimmy Bullard's like, mate, I just didn't, I just knew I shouldn't have been there, really. So, <laughs> he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. brilliant. Who was amazing, Tony, who stood out in that first session, and it was ridiculous. Uh, a load of them, mate. I could, I could give you a list. Phil Foden's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. We've done a session, mate. Honest to God, right? This is nowhere to lie. We've done a session. So, Steve Bolland's fantastic, by the way. So, he does a lot of the sessions. And he does a session two boxes, so so two uh, eighteen yard boxes. You know what I mean? The length of the pitch, yeah. and basically there's three defenders in one, three defenders in the other, three attackers, three attackers, and you're playing against each other all the time. You can't cross, you can't go into the other half, and this that and the other. So I think there was me, Mingzi, and Trips or something like that. Well, it was someone like that, 
and we were playing against Phil Sancho and someone else. But I swear, mate, I swear they tore me apart. <laughs> and I mean, like, the first couple of times they were chopping me. I was flying into town, chopping me, scoring, and chopping me, scoring. And this was all of us, by the way, chopping. And then I'd hold off, it just whipping in the top bin, and you go in. Now I'm holding off, you're not chopping me, you're in the top. There was just different finishes, different moves, different. Everything, everything, and that was the first time. The first one, you knew the standard was so high, but that was the first time I thought to myself, "How good are these players?" Honest to God. But in terms of players, I, I look like I'll be honest with you, mate. I love Declan Rice and I love Mason Mount. I think they're so yeah. paired of them. I think are incredible footballers. I think Mace is so so intelligent. I think his intelligence is incredible, and Dex just got everything, mate. So I think, if I'm, yeah, if yeah. I'm picking picking a couple, I just pick them two off the top of my head. But listen, filled with. Remarkable yeah. football players all over the place, yeah. I love that as well, though, Con, like where you're saying you're in that situation and you're like, you're getting chopped and then you're standing off and he's whipping it in the top corner. It's a bit of a crossroads for you there, isn't it? Yeah. Because you, like, at that moment, you either go, I don't really deserve to be here, or you go, well, I need to up my game. Oh, 100%. So and I love that because obviously, obviously, since then, your mentality has been, I need to up my game and yeah, without go for this. And you've got to there, mate, otherwise you get found out and yeah. you get found out pretty quickly. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're not up to speed, you look a bit daft. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because the training level's so high, it's so intense, everything's bang on it. Every single day, the lads are on it and on it and on it and on it. That if, if you're not like that, you look a bit daft. So it's important you like that when you're going. I, I've mentioned a couple of times now, giving the best version of yourself every single day, I think it's important. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What about the, um, the skipper, Harry Kane, finishing? Yeah. I've seen videos of his finishing. Is it just <laughs> outrageous? Mate, unbelievable. And we obviously played him on Sunday, didn't we? And what a player, mate. World class, like, world, like one of the best in the world, yeah. isn't he? In terms of what he does. And <laughs> I remember that we had a couple of camps before Christmas and I think uh, the manager had just, be, just gone into Tottenham and he said, to, I was having a conversation with him about it and he went, I'm going to try, he actually said to me like, I want to try and be a little bit more of a, a proper striker, hold the ball up a little bit and different things. So I'm thinking, yeah, next minute, first time in trade, just went bang, <laughs> <laughs> pin me, pin me. I'm thinking, like, you've usually been all over the place picking the ball up as a 10 and zinging balls and he just went, bah, ping me and I couldn't get around, I was trying, you know, you're trying to, dig the ball and try and yeah. poke the ball away. Yeah. I couldn't get around him and he done it in the box. You know like Lukaku does? Yeah. He's and a I big s- lad, isn't he? He's got mate, a big back in that, isn't he? I swear, mate. Like Lukaku, and Lukaku yeah. does it incredibly well. And he done it, mate, first session. And after the ball went out, I went, do that, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, mate, I don't need that. You pinning me into the box and not I'm spinning me in that. Quality. But what, honest to God, mate, what a player. For England, for Tottenham, I just think, an incredible person as well, by the way, a fantastic captain. Yeah. I think how he, per- how he looks after himself, how he portrays himself, how he does everything right. I think he's per- a perfect captain and an incredible person, yeah. Because uh, um, obviously, I, I suppose you could go on all day about the abilities of what's in that squad. Mm-hmm. Well, alongside yourself then, who, who are the sort of like lads who are bit, got a bit of character about them? Got a bit about them. <laughs> no, do, do you know what's so good about their, about their mates is that when you go, it's such a club feel. Honest to God, it's such a club feel. And it might sound daft saying that because it's tough, isn't it? When, when you go away and you're away for so long, and you just got your hotel room. It's important that I think you integrate with different people, speak about different things, speak about their clubs, what's going on at your club, what's all this sort of thing. So the the camaraderie between the players is brilliant. Declan Rice is a big character in that team. Yeah, yeah. Massive character in that team. But I can go through them all. Do you know what I mean? Jack Grealish, Kyle Walker, Big Tyrone. Like I'm good mates with Big Tyrone and massive, massive characters within the team. And I think it helps bring everyone together. It really does, mate. Because there was an interview recently and I think uh, Stephen Gerrard was there, Rio Ferdinand, and then they threw like Frank Lampard and Skulls in there. And they were quite quite honest actually about saying how it was very clicky mm. you know when they played they were that generation the golden generation they were calling them what yeah. they? they were saying it's very clicky so it's really nice now to hear that 
all of them lads together. Yeah. You know, it can't be a club field, can it? If yeah. you're going to be successful, you've like you've said there, you've got to have a good changing room, you've yeah. got to have the togetherness. Manager's done well without though, hasn't he? Yeah. Done honestly, honest to God, mate, I can't speak more highly of... Mate, you want to see the summer? I'll be set up St. George's. The next was, squad being announced soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you wanted to see what he'd done with like St. George's Park in the summer. It was, it was incredible, mate. Like There was everything there for us. Everything. And I know it might sound, well, it should be or whatever, but yeah. the way he'd done it, you could never be in your room. Like I hate going to my room. I hate it. Like I'd be pulling people out of the room, just come for coffee and that. <laughs> <all. Like, laughs> you put cake on every afternoon, mate. I'd yes. hate, I hate my room. And Ty like, loves playing COD and that. Like, Get off COD. <laughs> come, and pull, come and have a coffee or come and have a game of pool or darts or whatever. So I hate being in my room, but even the players I've just mentioned there, like players from City, Man United, Liverpool, and there's such a massive part of that squad, huge part of that squad. It's so, so good to be a part of me today. I saw it? a couple of the videos where you're all sort of messing about in the pool and there's like <laughs> the, the, the lilos and stuff yeah, and you're yeah. all battering each other. Yeah, and just, uh, yeah it, look, it looked brilliant. You know, and that was supposed to be brilliant. your downtime. Yeah, brilliant. Mate. Yeah, it is meant to be the downtime. Yeah, but no, absolutely brilliant, mate. Yeah, Class. So before we get on to the Euros and stuff, mm. big moment for you must have been, obviously your first cap, yeah, that must be amazing. But then also your first goal as well. Yeah, you don't yeah. score. You haven't scored too many recently, but then to score for your country. Yeah, but if if you watch that back, mate, honestly, like I think you can just tell like the disbelief in my face because I'm just laughing. Like honestly, I score and like the, the ball's incredible. And by the way, from yeah. uh, trips, and it's one of them where I think, do you know what? It's coming over. It's coming over to me. I'm thinking. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. Next minute, it's on my toe. I've got this. And now, and now it's in the back of the net. And I just ran off and I kind of put my head to the sky. And it's just a feeling of disbelief. If I'm being honest with you, I've scored for my country. It was just, it was such a proud moment. I knew how much it would mean to my family, to my wife, my kids, but also to Wolves. Do you know what I mean? Wolves have put me on at that level. Wolves have given me the chance yeah. to get to that level. So there were so much things going through my head at that one moment. But honest to God, mate, it's just, it was incredible, mate. I, I never slept that night. I had that many messages on my phone. I watched it over and over again. And it was so good, mate. Honestly, I think I sent you on tonight because he's against yeah. Wales. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's yeah. mad? Do you know what, you know what Tony Roberts, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know what Tony? So I said, don't score many. So we've got Tony Roberts at our place now, goalkeeper coach. He's Wales goalkeeper oh, coach as well. Yeah, Wales goalkeeper coach. Incredible character, mate. Incredible. Great, yeah. The longest really. arms I've ever seen mate. of a human. <laughs> honest to God, mate. He's one of the best characters you could ever meet. What yeah. a fella. And we were speaking to him. He does our set pieces. So obviously we're working on set pieces to try and score more goals and different things. And it. Uh, he said, so we sat in there, sat there the other day and he went, do you know the only two people to score against me at international level? Set pieces, so I went, no. He went, Sergio Ramos. I'm fucking you. <laughs> you, you scored against me. Yeah. You scored yeah. against me at international level. I was laughing yeah. me. I was like, you need to lie. I love you. Go on, About the Euros, when Steve Holland wasn't it who said you were the most important player. Mm. You then played a minute. I mean, that is says a lot about you as a person. That does. Do you know what, mate? I really didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. So when I seen it, all the lads were giving me a bit, a bit of stick. Yeah, like, yeah, as you can imagine, I went down for break, and everyone's like, "What's going on here? <laughs> what do you give him there?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But honestly, when I said I didn't expect it, and to hear something like that from someone like him yeah. was incredible. And I, I get on really well with him, but I get on really well with with everyone there. And I always said to myself, like, I'm going to a Euros. It was the biggest thing in my life. It was the biggest thing ever to be to be chosen for a Euros for my country was was remarkable. When I got the call and when I got the message to tell me I was going was was absolutely incredible. So to hear that sort of thing, and I, I just said to myself when I, when I was going, if I was going to play, I was going to play, you, you do your best, of course, we all do. But if I'm not going to play, that becomes even harder because yeah. I'm used to playing, do you know what I mean? It's hard when you're not playing and it was making sure, I've, I've mentioned it a few times, I sound a bit daft, but I gave the best version of myself every single day to really focus on helping the lads around me. And I think the most important thing, I don't, and you'll say the same, is that some of the hardest training sessions are the ones after the game when the lads have played, they're doing recovery and you've got to train. Yeah. But honestly, I think what made that tournament so successful was them training sessions because the lads in them training sessions were so on it, mate. I can't tell you how good they were. And they're the, they're the sessions that people don't really see. 
that people have got to graft and give their all and do your running and do your stuff in them sessions to make sure it's right. And we were doing that. So to hear that sort of that sort of compliment from him was was it was amazing. Yeah, it's, amazing. it's, a, no, it's a amazing thing to say, though, isn't it? Because like everybody has footballers on a pedestal, but like. It's more important to be a good person, isn't it? Like, you know what I mean? And you like showing what a good person you are, regardless of football. Like, doesn't matter. Obviously, brilliant footballers, but be a good person first and foremost. Yeah, I think it's yeah. huge, mate. Because we're in such we're in such a privileged position, aren't we? We're in such a position where we can help people as much as we possibly can. We can we can do things for people. So many children, so many people look up to us. Look how many people come and watch us on a weekend to play football. It's it's remarkable. So I think it's so important to be like that, mate. I think it's a massive part of being a footballer first and foremost, and I'm I'm, I'm being in that privileged position. With the Euros con, the obviously the pressure because it's in yeah. it's in England. Yeah. Pressure on you guys, and we've seen England teams in the past not being able to deal with that. Was there anything different? Did the did you not feel the expectation inside? Do, do you know what's mad, mate? And you might say I'm talking rubbish here. Honestly, you might do. The feeling with inside the camp was excitement, mate. Every single day, every single day, looking forward to the games, and we obviously read things and we seen things and. All the press things that were on St George's Park, everything was building up for this tournament, England in England, and it was, it was huge for people. We understood it, but the way the gaffer made us feel, the way the staff there set us up and made us feel and done things, put us in such a relaxed position that we were that we were ready to go into games and ready for these things that were coming towards us. And I think that was I think that was a massive part of it in how they set us up. If I'm being honest with you, mate, so you felt the pressure. Of course, you felt the pressure. It's England at a major tournament, but I think the way the gaffer and his staff made us so relaxed was so important moving forward, didn't it? Yeah. Were you able to enjoy the games? Because obviously, when you're yeah. if you're on the bench yeah. and it's a tight game, and you know, say everyone's yeah. watching it, and you're thinking I might have to come on. Yeah, could you actually sit back and enjoy it, or was it a bit? I was like a fan, mate. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I was like a fan, mate. I was open. The games were incredible. Honest to God, mate, they were incredible. And I remember one of them. You know, we went and played Ukraine in, in Italy. Yeah. So we played in yeah. Rome, and what a place, mate. Yeah. I've never been there. It was incredible. Just a, you felt the history. It's like going to an old Trafford, or you feel the history of when you go there. So we went there, and I remember quite close to Jordan Henderson and. He scored the header, obviously, in the game, and I shot up, and the gaffer next morning pulled me about it. But I shot up, and I'm jumping up, heading it like he's just scored, because <laughs> I'm buzzing for him, like he's looking over yeah, to the bench, and I'm yeah. jumping up, heading it, and he got the video up, and shows us the video, laughing his head off. Yeah. But it was just, the feeling for the games, mate, was it was absolutely incredible. So, th- there was always that sense of, I've got to make sure you're ready, just in case the moment yeah. comes, or whatever, but I, I was enjoying every minute of it, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. On the flip side, what was it like in the dressing room afterwards? The yeah. final? Yeah. Horrible, mate. Worst... The worst dressing room I've been in up there. Like I had a bad experience in the semi-final against Watford yeah. for, for Wolves. Do you know what I mean? But this was just. If I go back to before the game, there was so much belief running through the the team, and that's not overconfidence. That's not me being arrogant in any way. But with how we were playing, we'd got better in each game. I thought. I thought each game we got better, and I thought that was a big part of it. And there was so much belief and excitement before the game, and we honestly believed we could win it. And that was that was from everybody, by the way, not just myself. So when we got back in after the game, it was. It was horrible, mate. And Prince uh, William came in with Prince George, obviously with all his security things. Now I watched the Crown, so when I when he came in, I was a bit like, Jesus, this is madness. So me and Amy watched the Crown quite a bit. Do you know what I mean? So it was like Prince William, this, this is mad. Do you know what I mean? And he spoke, and it was such the perfect time to speak because the dressing room was was low, yeah, the lowest, yeah. the lowest that I've ever seen anything in my life. And obviously the boys who missed, and obviously everybody was trying to come around the boys who missed. It was such a hard, hard moment. And he came in and spoke. And he just spoke about how much the team, the lads, the players, the staff, everybody had brought the country back together after what had been probably the hardest time in the country for however many years. And what it, what the lads had given to the country, the excitement it brought to children, all this sort of thing. And it was such a perfect moment to speak. And it was that, that, that was a big positive from it, but it was a horrible experience, yeah. 
it's hard for the lads to understand though the impact like on all us because we're, we're all fans or all our kids like the impact you lads have got like getting to that final mm. do the lads like understand the magnitude of what's happening there though, yeah. do you think yeah honest, I honestly believe they do because I can't tell you how many top lads are in that dressing room and yeah. we mentioned good people haven't we on, I don't mean that I think when you're in a football bubble like the yeah. impact you have is just like it's yeah, it's, oh, gigantic it's, I, I think it? like, especially something like that something like that especially in this country yeah. Even even I go off my own children. Like my kids love football yeah. anyway, but that was just like football. Yeah, the whole media country was just like everything. Just... Like we, well, our school we went in late because the match finished late, so the whole yeah, school yeah, yeah. we went in late and everything. This the whole yeah. country was so behind it. Just, yeah, what a difference you made to loads of people's lives. Yeah, yeah. no, that yeah, it was it, it was incredible, mate. And like I said, him coming in speaking and and actually saying that to us. Yeah. was such such a perfect moment for him to do that, even though it was so so low. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it was it, it, it was very low, wasn't it? <laughs> Try and bring it back need, up a little yeah. bit. Now. Well, we need, to, we need to have a little few. Um, need to pick a five aside team, don't we? At some point, but okay. I've got a question just before we mm. do that. Who are the best fans, Wolves or Liverpool? Wolves. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, of course. You play for him, mate. Yeah. yeah. You play for him. Well, you say you're not going to say Shrewsby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to say Shrewsby fans, are you? What was the celebration no. or something? Did you do a celebration in front of the cup or something? Who? Something like no, that. No, I think he's done a. I, I've seen you do a dive in front oh, of the cop. Ah, stop right? it, what there, that, What was that then? Tell us that, Dean. So, stop right in front it, of the cop, he has thrown himself down for oh, us. Is it for a penalty he tried to get? I won it. What do you mean, chat? I won oh, it. it yeah. And it got over 10. Yeah. Oh, that was shocking, Edo. So, you had the embarrassment of VAR looking at it. So, oh, mate, honest to God, he's right. I can't believe you brought that up, mate. It's one of the most embarrassing moments. And the lads, when I've been away, Hendo and that, batter me, mate. So, every time I got on the board, the cop booed me, mate. Cop I played with Liverpool growing up. The cop booed me. So literally, you, you've been there. Don't say you've not been there. So ball's in the box and it's bounced and Sadio Mane's put his foot up and I'm thinking he's not seen me yet. Now, by the way, a million footballers do this because they're just cleverer than me at doing it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They, they actually get contact. So he's put his foot up about to clear the ball. I'm thinking I've got to the ball first here. Nick the ball and I'm thinking he's going to go right through my foot and I'm thinking to myself, this is beautiful. Because I was at fault for the first goal. They were one up and I was yeah. at fault for the first goal. So I'm thinking, I'm going to win a penny. Beautiful. Go on. And he was he was so quick, he pulled out the tackle. I'm already down. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm already down. Next minute, I'm thinking, don't blow your whistle. Wh- whistle goes. Penalty. Oh, right, so I'm thinking. Did you not oh, just feel like turning around that Right, I was so close. So, but they knew. They knew straight away. So yeah. I, I said, I'm going to make sure with Hendo. He was going mad at me yeah. like calling me a cheat effing yeah. blind in oh, the wow. whole <laughs> battering me a cheat but I stood up and I ran right back right and this is no weird of a lie as I'm running back Salah goes to me come on my friend you can't do this I looked at him and I went <laughs> <laughs> come on glass yeah. houses yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on but honestly I, I ran back and like all the lads all the lads saying to me he's at Penn I'm going he's going to see it now and just overturning but I was gutted he'd give it yeah. but you know, you know, you know where I'm coming from in a situation when you oh, think yeah, someone's yeah, going to get you. Yeah, yeah. When you think someone's going to touch you. You preempt it, don't you? I swear, yeah. mate. And you're on your way. And I was gone. I'm thinking to myself, I'm not fought for the first goal. I'm going here. I'm going. Every time I got the ball, it booed me. Me <laughs> oh. A whole lot, mate. A whole lot. So, oh, yeah. what about your mum and dad? And that were they a bit raging with you? No, they weren't. No, like to be fair, when I got old, like, my dad had a bit of a laugh about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He was like, "What are you what, doing?" What did the score finish up? Four one. Yeah, he battered us. Battered. They were good that game as well, yeah. by the way. But goes to one all different game, innit? Yeah, cool yeah, season, yeah, mate. Cool yeah, season yeah, again. Yeah, 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 exactly. So go then, Cody. You have to pick your five aside team. You made it in the Dave's five aside. What was your Dave's team? Was decent, wasn't it? Joe Hart and goal. Connor centre off. Yeah, you just got there. Neves, the Neves centre mid. 
With Ramsey. With Aaron Ramsey, Gareth Aaron Bale up front. That's, that's a decent five-a-side team. That, yeah. so, so we've got a league at the moment. I'm, I'm at the top. Well, mine was decent. Well, what, you're, mine was the way Sam said that was yeah. insinuating mine isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, mine before we right, got on, together. Have you, heard, have you ever heard of Jeff Minton? <laughs> <laughs> mine was Joe Hart, McAteer at the back. I got Lee Clark in centre mid, didn't I? And I went Quinn Phillips up front from back in the day. Five below head height. Michael <laughs> 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 uh, Bridges on the bench. I didn't mention that. Yeah. Who's yours? Uh, Joe in goal. Uh, Neil Sorvel. He's a midfielder, but playing very much like yourself. Yeah. Very much like yourself, <laughs> that number four and Henderson type player. Uh, the non-league, uh, Maradona, Jeff Minton, uh, Ben Smith, another player that used to play with his laces undone. Um, yeah. And then I went up to, I felt with Michael Simes, then I yeah. fell a scouse. I don't know if you remember Simes. He'd be, uh, no, he'd be older Everton, than he was. Was it Everton? Was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, Connie, your, challenge, your team's challenging Dave's because that's <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> <laughs> Gav must still be hanging on to a, a European place, don't you, in fourth? Yeah, yeah. I would have thought so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you say fourth, I'll back myself in the third, fourth playoff against Sam's team. Because yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's above, no above head high. You can't play yeah. Quinn up front, can you? <laughs> he's your son team, though, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's your son team, isn't he? It's horrible, is it? Bailey and yeah, Ram, that Ramo again. and that. So what was yours? Say it again. So, so Joe. Joe in goal. Yeah. You centre off. Yeah. Nice uh, to be part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rambo and um, Neves in midfield. And then yeah. up front. And Jotter on the bench. We were just sat there, Con, just covering our faces. Yeah, going, yeah. Oh, we shouldn't have let Dave go first. Yeah, yeah. I, just went, I just went, oh, and I've picked five as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine, I would go with John Ruddy in goal. Uh, Big call, I bet Jose Sarr has been Sartre's, incredible. By the way, Sarr's top draw, just because I've spent a lot of years with John and I know firsthand how good he is. And what he's done in that championship year, I thought was top top draw but Sar, by the way Sar's right up there yeah. and I'm only going John because I've been with John for a lot longer yeah. do you know what I mean that's the only reason Sar's obviously half a season now maybe yeah. a full season so I'd say Big John Big John in goal uh, I'd go with because it's five aside I'm thinking about tactics and this everything. was me yeah. Yeah. See, Connor, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm thinking about are we going to play these, do you know what I mean mate, these two don't get centre it. half I'm going to go with John Stones uh, what a player yeah. what a player mate honestly composed right Top defender. Seems a great lad. Well, I mean? Yeah, brilliant lad. I'd go John Stones, even though, by the way, at Wolves, big body and all that, I'd be a close. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Close. But I just go John Stones because my fancies him a little bit as we're well. We're going five aside then. I want to play. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Better than my centre half already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd go, I'd, go, I'd go Stonesy. I'd go same as uh, Edo, Ruben. I'd yeah. go Ruben Neves. Incredible, mate. What a football player. Uh, and as I mentioned before, one of the best I've played with. I'd go Ruben. See now. It's tough, though. You've got a lot of technical players oh, you played, haven't you? A lot of technical players. <laughs> a bit of steel in there, Con. I've got a lot of technical players. I've got Ruben Neves. I think it's really hard to look past Joao Matinho. I think it's really hard to look past Matinho with how good of career he's had and how good he's been for us. I think it's hard to look past Joao. And then up top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to leave out Raul, but no, I hope top got Harry Kane. Any um any honourable mentions for any other players like millions midfielders? Millions, mate. We'll give you three subs. But you give us three subs. Raheem Sterling, Raul Jimenez, and and they're all gonna be strikers, by the way. I'm going I'm going for the game, mate. I'm not sitting off, I'm going for the game. Raul Jimenez, Raheem Sterling. And get an injury, play yourself back there, can't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and do you know I'm going to go for Mason Mount? Great call, incredible nice. football. Wow, what a five-a-side team that is! Is that Ben yeah. Davis? 
Some game. It's gonna be. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be some I mean, he's gonna come down to my defence. You're thinking you've got a weak link there. You're worrying. You're worrying. He'll I'd get pay pay per view. Pinned by Harry Kane in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pay pay per view. Yeah. I pay pay per view. Connor, thank you so much. That was amazing, listeners. You can't fail to have enjoyed that. Um, brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. Class up. No, no problem at all. Thank you for having me, mate. Amazing, Con. Thank you for everything. Thank you for having me. If people want to um, listen to it, it's all on all platforms. We're on at the in the stiffs on Twitter, on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to email us, we're in the stiffs at gmail.com. Connor will share us on Instagram, won't he? Of course, of course. No problem at all. What a guy. Thanks, Brilliant. Con. Yeah. Thanks for having me, everyone. Cheers. Superb.